Hey everybody, welcome back to the producers. Uh, we got Wade Harms, a uh, new friend. Um, I was introduced to Wade uh, from Matthew, episode 6 I believe. Um, he's a good dude. He's one of those dudes that you hope uh, is your friend for a long time. I uh, really, really enjoyed sitting down talking with him, kind of getting a glimpse into uh, what he's into, and then we really got into a lot of uh, talk about relationships, which is something that's been on my mind a lot lately, and uh, I guess it's been on his too, because we talked for a good bit, so if you like the relationship episodes, then this is a good one. If not, then uh, you might tune out. Um, just want to give a quick shout out. He didn't give me any social media plugs, but if uh, if they come to my uh, inbox, they'll be in the description. Um, and he also he also gave a shout out to a specific magazine. Um, I'll try to get information from him about that and also put it in the description. Uh, I believe it's a local magazine. Um, he also contributes to, so look into the description for all the good stuff to check out um, as it pertains to our guest Wade. Um, I also want to say, just because this has been on my mind lately, because um, whenever I try to like write the descriptions or think about what to say to the person, I often feel like looking week to week. Like, I didn't say one person was a great guest, but they were. Um, for the most part, and I say that just to <laughs> leave space for some reason, um, I think every one of my guests is super awesome, and I'm so, so grateful that they uh, they do the show. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have them on if I didn't think that they were great or had the potential to be great because there are some people who the first time we really met is sitting down and talking. And so, yeah, um, they're, uh, they're all great. This is, a, this is another great one. Um, I've yet to be disappointed. Uh, I just hope that I can bring I can bring it as a host uh, every every episode. Um, and I think for the most part I do. I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, as usual, rvacomedy.com, at rvacomedy. Richmond's, uh, what, home for live improv comedy or something? I don't know. That's in the description too. Uh, check it out. Um I'm a student there. I'm taking 201, and you're going to see a lot of 201 students coming up. Um, we, had our, we had our 201 TA on, and uh, I've been talking to a lot of my classmates, and they're all really excited to be on the show, which is, which is great. Uh, I don't know if they've heard it or not, but yeah, I'm, I'm super looking forward to it because we have some incredible people. Um, really excited to let you into that. Um, social media plugs for the show, Instagram, Twitter, your preferred social media outlet, at ProducersCast. Our website is producerscast.com, and uh, you can email the show. And uh, I honestly, I would really like to get an email. I've gotten one from uh, uh, Ethan, uh, Quentin's friend, his podcast, uh, The Devil on Your Shoulder. Quick shout out. Uh, producerscast at gmail.com. If anything I've ever said or done has uh, had any influence on you, or even if you're if you're listening, just, just shoot me an email. I mean... Uh, and you can also tell me not to shout you out. I'm going to shout you out. I mean, I'll just say, yeah, I got an email. It's great. Um, I just, I'd love to hear. I'd love to, you know, know if uh, if it's helping. I mean, it's helping me a lot, so I'm assuming it's got to help somebody else. Uh, I think we're going on for longest intro. I know this was a pretty long episode. This is like two and a half hours, something like that. Um, I think that's it. Um, yeah. Enjoy Wade. I did. You will too. Thanks, everybody. It's 5 a.m. I'm supposed to call you, but I don't know what to say at all. And there's this girl, she wants me to take her home. She don't really know me, though. I'm just on the radio. And if I can 
it's all, I think it's all working. How's it going? Good, how are you? I like that chain that you have. I didn't get a chance to compliment you the other night <laughs> when I hung out. But I was just like, not many people have the chutzpah to, to, rock to, the chain. to go for it. You have a very, a look that just screams like, <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing this. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like... I kind of like am pumped on dressing like fancy every day and mm -hmm. uh, the chain was something that I did over the summer and like I swear like every teacher has said something <laughs> something about it yeah of course that's um that's something that I'm trying to get into but like this this to me is minimum <laughs> like this should be your minimum yes so I'm wearing a shorts and t-shirt totally and, and actual shoes actual and so shoes. like the idea is to one day work a job where you can get all the good stuff yeah, and look yeah, and look yeah. nice, and it just it, it feels nice. It does feel nice dressing nice. Yes, it, it does. It does. And uh, somebody told me I, I look like an adult when I have on my adult clothes. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Um, I appreciate that though. You just yeah you 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 put effort in it shows. Ah, thank you, thank you. I feel like that's a completely different compliment than, I like your chain. <laughs> <laughs> I like your chain. Also, it looks like you put effort in and it shows. Yeah, no, I, uh, I try. Yeah. That's one of the things that um, I think has been the difference in, like, doing a project like this. Mm -hmm. It's just how much effort you put in. Like, we were just talking about all the stuff. It's like, I could very easily, you know, sit the MacBook down and yep. just use the speaker and it, you get the basically the same product. And yes. I mean, I don't know enough about GarageBand or really sound tech technology yeah, I, yeah, yeah. to like make it sound really good. I'm like trying to experiment. Like you have a new mic setup than anyone else has had. Oh, so like, sweet. Okay. Stuff like that Test for drive. me. Yeah. So it's just like it's all about it's all about. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Always buzzing. I just feel like it's all about the uh, the effort that you put in to trying to make a good thing. And like I don't care. How many people listen to this? It's just like I look back on it now and like this this is gonna be episode thirteen. I'm like, mm. I have thirteen of these. That's twenty six really hours. It's hard to do people. Yeah, for sure. People die out and like it's I mean my, my friends Tom my Tom, Tom does the editing and Jake's kind of my producer. Mm. I consider them my team, but when if you do look at the contribution, they they do minimal. Mm -hmm. So like this is all driven by like my want to do it. Yeah. And, I mean, there's there's this whole argument, I think, with art and producing, like, um, creating something. It's just, like, I believe in, like, the being genuine with it. And so, like, I don't want to do this show if it's just, like, I need to have an episode up and I don't want to break my chain. But yeah. for me, it's just more, like, I like doing these. I like meeting new people. And people get vulnerable after, you know, sitting with you for two hours. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and that's, uh, it's funny. That's kind of, like... I had a friend of mine was, like, putting out a zine every month, and she would get just random people to, like, contribute to it, and I feel like when she was first starting off, it was, like, she'd do it the same day every month, and she would drop off the zines the same day every month, and it would be this formulaic thing, and then, like, as it went, I feel like you need to have a certain amount of stamina for something like that, you know, and... And, like, this sort of thing, too. You need to be willing to do it every week because it's, like, one thing to be, like, you know, I want to put out a zine or I want to write something or I want to do a podcast. And this is this is the friend that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. um, my other friend who wants to do the podcast, I feel like he has the initial idea 
but it really is that like stamina and the like sit downingness and mm-hmm. stick with itness, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I kind of designed, just speaking from experience, I designed my format completely off of another podcast I was listening mm-hmm. to because I was like, <clears throat> to give you a little bit of background, I went through a big breakup, realized I had lost my self identity, and decided Ooh. I needed to actually pursue things I wanted to do because I was always like, oh, one day I'll. I'll Try to write comedy. I'll try to write music. I'll do this. And yeah. It's just like I had reached a point where I was like, "Why not now? Like, yeah. let's do it now." So, so oh, I, and that's totally the. As a creative person, it's I think it's that's such a thing that you grapple with the the idea of tomorrow. You know, I'll do I'll do mm-hmm. it later and all that, that stuff. <clears throat> and on one hand, it's like I don't want to sit down. It's like I have to write a song and it has to be done in two hours. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, how about I just pick up the guitar and don't play covers or don't play things I already know how to play. Let's, let's play something new. Um, with, I do, I've done like videos and stuff like that. And it's like, that has to be very intentional. But with certain things that I do now, it's, it's less intentional. Yeah. But like the kind of the big thing for me is having moved around a bunch. This is a very, this is a very social thing for me. You get to meet people and like, I did most of my 101 improv class, and I'm going to be doing my 201 improv class, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But just, I don't know, it's some, there's something about creating a product. Yeah. And while, you know, the podcast isn't necessarily as creative as, say, writing a song or drawing or yeah. something like that, it's just like, it still falls in the realm of creativity. For sure. For sure. And I do think that you having this amount of episodes, it's, that's pretty impressive, you know, because you had to stick with it, too. And, um, yeah, I feel like what you were saying about earlier with, like, the, you know, I'm not going to, like, make myself write a song because, unfortunately, that's not, like, how creativity works. Mm -hmm. But I do think, like, not, like, deadlines, but but something, some some sort of, like, goal that is, like, grounded is, like, Mm -hmm. so important to me. Because, like, I've been, um, I've kind of been, like, writing this short story that turned into a book that is just this whole thing and I've been working on it for like years now and I keep being like I'm gonna get this amount finished by the end of the summer or the end of the month or anything like that and I think it's like it's like almost doesn't help my creative process to set those kinds of deadlines because then I feel, like, guilty for not meeting Mm -hmm. them. And it's, like, it's not like we can just sit down and be, like, okay, now that I'm inspired and ready to write. Now I have a book. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be, like, you know, you you have the ideas and then there's editing and there's so many different things that happens with, like, every every facet of creativity, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a lot, especially on the show, with exploring kind of that topic because, like, in, I think in my in my personal life a lot, I'll find things that are very similar where it's like, like, I want to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. You want to go to the gym and exercise. Yeah, yeah. But like when you, when you look at the finished product, like you should be you know, having a good routine and you know the grilled chicken and salad kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah. And in my opinion, that's like the extreme. That's what you work towards. Yes. You work towards writing a song. You work towards an extremely healthy diet. You try to make it easy for yourself at the beginning, which is like, okay, I will, um, I'll try to be mindful, and I'll try to think of thing ideas that I would write, want to write a song about, yeah. or like things, and then you put them in your notepad, and then one day, when you are feeling inspired, you'd be like, I have all this stuff that I've been kind of working on, and that's kind of, in my mind, that has been my first step, 
Yeah. And with like going to the gym, it's like, you don't have to be good. Just go get into the habit yeah. every day and make it. Cause it feels good when you create, it feels good when you do all these things. That's why they're so good to do mm-hmm. and you have to do them. And like, I think that kind of what you're saying is like, just to, to add on to what you're saying, make it easier for yourself. Yeah. Make it something that is accomplishable and then take the next step and the next step. So like yeah. setting a deadline to write a book sounds extremely, it's like, it's like school, like school is stressful and I would always put it off the last minute anyway. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For and, sure. And, and so like with writing a book, it's like you should, there, there's a fine line between pushing yourself and like trying to get yourself to the end because yes. on one hand you you do want to finish this book for sure but you want it to be something that had all the appropriate steps a to b b to c not a to d d to z yeah and i just you know i feel like i've started so many little projects mm-hmm. i just I, I have like a nightmare where it's like you know <laughs> my, my little idea graveyard and and someday i can see the tombstone being made for this book and i'm just like ah oh, it's not gonna happen, you know. I gotta keep the dream alive, but but yeah, no, I totally agree with you. The and two, like I feel like as we know our like bodies and what we need to consume, what is healthy, what makes us feel good. I feel like we also kind of know ourselves as like creatives, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and like like I'm speaking from experience. Like I feel guilty when I don't meet a deadline, which is detrimental to me. So I purposefully will like try and set. You know, easy deadlines. Yeah, or like not even just you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly, easy deadlines is how I should have said it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. And then it too is interesting because I deal with students because I teach creative writing, mm-hmm. and like every day I have these students that just have these ambitious, over the top ideas, and <laughs> it's either like they don't ever even come close to accomplishing it or they turn in like 20 pages worth of stuff that I have to read. And I'm not sure how I feel about either way, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. As someone who is also extremely guilty Mm -hmm. of having a lot of little dead projects, Yeah, it's like on one hand, I want to say like, I'm happy that I tried. It didn't work. I I like think I put in the effort I needed to at the time. But on the other hand, it's like, I would like to complete something. Yes. But I also, I mean, there's, there's some, I, the, the way that I think I am steadfast on now is like, I wouldn't be here where I am. I've accomplished whatever I've accomplished yeah. in the past couple of months without all my failures. Mm-hmm. And like my best friend and I tried to do like a YouTube channel and like we, we could do it, but it was not fun. And like, yeah. so there's like all these, there's all, there's so many factors and to to put my two cents in, I would I would encourage the twenty page turn ins. Mm-hmm. Oh, of, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just I, complaining yeah. as like a grader, you know. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, I got to grade twenty pages, and the students, of course, are like, "Have you read it yet?" And I'm like, "Dude, you just turned it in like five minutes ago. Like, chill out." <laughs> that, would, that would definitely be me. Yeah. So so to put my host hat on, because I feel like we could talk about our ideas of how we think the creative process should be. Yes. Well, that's not wrong. I want to hear more about what you do, because I think you are... I can tell you. You're the first uh, creative writer that I've had on the show. Okay, okay. So I'm honored there. <laughs> but um, I think what I've kind of discovered about myself, and this is going back to the like easy deadline thing a little bit, what I've found is like actually like weirdly gratifying to me, and it's like exactly what you're doing right now, 
I, I'm such a list maker at this point, you know? Dude, and look I, at this list of just, like, I use three different colors of pen to write down my ideas and format them. No, I respect that. Like, yeah, that, yeah. I, I want to be at that level. <laughs> I'm just really at, like, you know, uh, doing little boxes and writing that because I'm totally and becoming, like, a checklist person. Mm-hmm. And that's so, like, the easy deadline thing. Mm-hmm. Just that little check mark is like so gratifying for me and it's like it's like something that I can see and it's tangible mm-hmm. and it's and I don't I don't know why I'm just like obsessed with making lists and it now. sets you up to make to, for the next one like I gotta check that one so that one's also checked yeah exactly or I have to check one don't check and then check the next one you're like I gotta fill in that little uh, gap yeah no and I, and I, and I feel like <coughs> like crappy when I'm like I threw away that list and I didn't check all the boxes I did them all but I didn't check them all Oh man, I'm all about that checking. That that is the check. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm with it. Um, because I I don't want to get too far away because I just remembered you're talking talk about knowing yourself. Yes. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. that's one of the things that's really hard to do because of people's like idealized versions of themselves, like um, being perfect and all these expectations <laughs> you set for yourself. So like once you kind of say like, well. I wanted to go to the gym today, but I also really just wasn't feeling it. So I'm going to give myself a pass. Mm. That way the guilt just sails right on by, sails right on by. Because when you have the guilt, it makes it less about going to the gym or creating the thing and more about suppressing the guilt. And I feel like that's what I I worry about hearing you talk about your book. It's like, I wish that guilt was not a thing on your mind so that you could just focus on when it's ready, it's ready. Or when you work on it, you work on it. And of course, you know, push yourself, but like... It's such, no, no, it's it's such a double-edged sword that of way. Because as much as I want to be like, creative Wade, you do your thing when you're ready. <laughs> There's like the editor in me, and that and that's a, uh, something that we talk about in creative writing. So um, there's this one assignment I make them do, where they're playing with Play-Doh, and it's supposed to be like a metaphor for the writing process, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they start off, and they're just working with the product, which really like it's a metaphor for like any creative thing, like music or painting you you work with the play-doh you got to know your medium what you're working with and then they start building things up and it's like the brainstorming phase and it's like the the critic and the creator and there's like parts where i'm like the creator really needs to like do this right now and come up with ideas and be eclectic and be dynamic as much as he can but then there's the critic who's like we need to get this finished you know and we need to we we do have a time frame, you know? And uh, it's also the critic that, like, will, like, kind of just tweak the ideas. Anyways, I don't know if that metaphor really makes no, sense. No, no, I, th- I think it makes sense. I want to add on to the idea of the critic, because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. our self-critic. So, like, one of the things that has been my mantra, and I've repeated it on the show many times, is green lights. Mm-hmm. What happens if you give yourself green lights? Like, we have this expectation, and I use uh, writing music as my example yeah like, right we listen to really good music mm. in in our own opinion however you want to put no, it no 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 I'm with you totally yeah. so like I listen to a song and I get inspired to write a song so I, I come up with some lyrics I find some chords I write it and it sounds like garbage yeah but it's like that's because my expectation is here is, is you good. have to go through the shitty songs yeah. and work your way up to experiencing more so, so on some level you gotta shut the critic up mm-hmm. I was writing a song because I, that was one of the things I want to do is I want to write a song, and I've since in the past couple months I've I have written two songs. Oh, awesome! And it's been it's been really fun. One of them is like done, and the other one's like almost done, and it's just like, um, 
with the first one, there I remember there was one word that I thought was super like cringy, mm-hmm. and all I wanted to do was like get rid of it and stay stuck on that. Yeah. But I was already like r- playing the music, and I was like, I really don't want to stop this, so I'll leave it in. I can change it later. Yeah. It's not final. And so that to me that was like the perfect example of like keep. I'm supposed to be here down below where yeah. I am, so like I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna give myself the green light on that one yeah. and just roll with it. So like it's I think the creative writing example is like I don't like that, but I'm gonna keep writing. Just yeah. keep writing because I can change that later. Just keep keep writing. Well, and because when the creator is like has the flow, you mm-hmm. know, and you've got the little like nitpicking voice in your mind, I feel like it really like stifles it all because then you do get caught. And I'm like a notorious overthinker yep. too, and so I'll be like writing and I'll be like. All right, so I'm writing about this character. Well, what's this character's name? And I'm like, uh, let me take 20 minutes to go think of a name or uh, something. The perfect name. Yeah, it's got to be the perfect name. Because I have all the ideas. And I know exactly what he wants to represent, so yeah. i got to get it right right now. No, his name right is Jeff. Now. Let's write the thing so that way I can be inspired to yes. name him later. His name is Placeholder for now. We'll, we'll come back to that, you know. No, no, no. I do, I do think like it's such a like flowy process that you can't just like turn on and off these like flowing things you know and it's 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 a lot of like facets and uh yeah yeah yes so you teach creative writing yes i'm assuming that's what you do yep yeah um so it's kind of like i got hired to teach creative writing and then also english and this is where i kind of brag about it because i (laughs) am such a popular guy that like the creative writing class that I taught like flourished so much that I only teach creative writing now. Oh, yeah, nice. And I only started like a th- couple of years ago. This will be my third year. <clears throat> and no, I'm told I brag. I brag the heck out of this because yeah, I'm very impressed sure. with myself. I will say that um, I know I've had a couple of good ones, but I know personally I only know one teacher mm-hmm. well i guess i can say multiple because i've been friends with some teachers but just like there's nothing better than a good teacher yes. like that is one of the most influential things of anyone's life i think is when somebody is just there to teach yeah. and that they take they have fun they take pride and they want better and i'm just like i had so many bad teachers that this good one like that's why that stands out i mean so much yeah you're obviously a really cool dude but also i feel like while that's probably a main reason why it's filling up, like, there's also people who come in with the expectation of saying, like, this is going to be one of those teachers yeah. that I remember for the rest of my life. Yes. And <laughs> I would definitely want to be that teacher who you remember for the rest of your life. And, and I think my favorite thing, actually, to do with the kids is when they're in the writing process, busting a paper out... And first of all, again, they're always ambitious, and they always mm-hmm. have a little little ego. That you know? was me. This could totally be, like, a 1.0 GPA student, but when he's at that laptop, he's, like, Ernest Hemingway, like, no joke. And, uh, and it's such an interesting transition, you know, because, like, kids will, like, show up late and, like, have in-school suspension. But, again, when they're writing, they're, like take it so seriously but I, I love having the kids like bounce ideas off me that is like my favorite thing um we were writing a mystery right now which i love you know yeah they have to be inspired so i'm not going to do like s- stupid little like genre writing but anyways anyways um 
And we were talking about, like, whether or not their stories, there is actually a mystery, or if they're just writing, a, like, a crime story, you know? Because that's a... Anyways, anyways, you know, I'm getting off topic here. No, no, please. But, um, yeah, and I was, I was talking with this girl who, like, really wanted to make her story about this, like, kid that gets killed, and she, it was basically, like, the story for It, yeah. you know? And, um, and I was like, that's cool, but, like, not a mystery, and so we came up with, like, an idea together, and this is, I was, like, super pumped on her idea. She was, like, coming up with, like, a bunch of clowns in her stories, so you have to figure out which one did the crime. And that was, like, so gratifying to me that she did come up with a solid idea, you know? You, you, you challenged her to be better than that idea. Yeah. And she took the challenge mm-hmm. and did it. Yes. So and I was, like, nice. And these kids all have, like... These kids all have, like, lives and stuff, too, so I- I'm just gratified that th- that she took it even that much seriously, you know? That's a hard thing to do, because you teach high school? Yes. But yeah, that's yeah. a really hard thing to, like, manage, because pers- once I left high school, like, yeah. that was that was where I left school. Yeah. I came back and picked it up that <laughs> the next day, for the most part. So, like, I'm sure that there are, you have some students, and I'm sure you know who they are, that go they, they, they go to class... They're in class, and when they leave class, they are still thinking about yeah. it. They go home, and they're like, I want to write my, more about my story. Cause, and that's, that's I mean, just... that That's, like, me. I'm like, I feel like I got an A if I get an email, like, 9.30 in the evening. Like, <laughs> I'm writing a story, and, like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, whoa, good thing I'm on my email right now. Here's what I think. Like, it's uh, it's such a it's such a gratifying thing, yeah. I can't even... I, I can't even imagine. I just remember, like, the only comparable, like, story I have is, like... Teaching someone how to do something, like, with football. Yeah. Like, when I would play, like, i teach someone how to, like, kick the ball, and it was, like, just seeing them, like, grasp it and, like, do it. It was, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, that's got to be, like, the best feeling, like, inspiring well, young minds. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm inspiring young minds, and, uh... I'm, like, gl- so- I'm, I'm so glad that you own it, too. Oh, dude, well, I have, like, my grandpa will, like, call me up and be, like... I'm proud of you, Wade, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Thanks? But, like, I, I feel like I shouldn't accept that. But, yeah, no, I got I got to own it. Everybody's, you're, you're influencing young minds. And, like, I'm like, okay, cool. But I love it so much, you know. And um, I would even take, just, just give it to the idea that you are inspiring other people. Yes. Because I feel like the young minds thing, that is typically your audience because that's where your job is. But, like, right. I feel like that might diminish it. You are, you are with your, with your knowledge, ability, and passion, Mm -hmm. and platform, you are influencing people who might not have had a chance to be influenced like that. Yeah. So, like... I don't think I have a specific. I know I, I have just people in my food that give me give you give you advice at a time where you're at a critical point. Like yeah. you remember those things, and so like again, yeah, there are young minds, but also like you're you you have definitely helped shape these people, yeah. and that that I think is the thing is the right amount of credit to give you. I would take a little bit more credit, but <laughs> no, no, no. I, t- I totally agree with you, and like um, and two, I just think as far as like the teaching profession goes. Like, it will be, we'll be doing something completely, I don't know, unrelated. And they'll just be asking me, like, personal questions or just asking me advice. And they they constantly, like, I would say almost every second of the day I'm getting asked something that I'm like, I was not expecting that to be a thing when I woke up this morning. But, um... Do you have an example? I do, actually. I really (laughs) do. Um, So we have, like, a free block 
every day. It's, it's only like 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just will have like kids come in and they'll, they'll work on stories or like whatever. Um, and this girl was like asking me all of these things about like sexuality and like she's she's gay, but like is trying to figure out if she's actually straight. And she was like asking me all these things, and I was like, I don't even know how to like handle this right now because it's just like a lot to handle, and I'm I'm almost still figuring out my identity. Um, but I basically was like, you know, don't feel like you have to prove anything and don't feel like if you feel like you're being judged, you know, someday you're going to graduate high school and the people judging you right now are not going to be there anymore. And it was just like such a, it was such a big question that I like could not, you know what I mean? Really figure out how to articulate it really. And then she was like, wanted to know more like personal things about me. And I was like, okay, see I don't want to tell you too much here. But yeah, anyway. of course. She came to you, which is good, but also like you. I would, I would be very, I would, I, I would think to be careful, like you. Were. Oh yeah, and and it's just also the whole school teacher thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that, and that's what I said. I, I did have to say a couple times, like, hey, like. These are some uncomfortable subjects that we're dealing with right now. You know, just keep that in mind before you start asking me little things about myself. Yeah. So. No, it is, like, a tough... And then I'm imagining myself being a parent, too, and, like... He said, what? <laughs> What's his email? I'm emailing him right now, and, um... 9.30, good thing I'm on my email. Oh, yeah, no, oh, bad thing. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fortunately, I think uh, I've gotten pretty good at, like, dealing with those situations, because I'm also, like, a younger teacher, too, so mm-hmm. I think that they naturally take my advice a little bit more seriously than, like, older teachers. Also, I feel like you'd probably give them what they would constitute as the respect of, like, listening to them and, like, not trivializing whatever they're saying to you. Yeah. Because you are younger and more understanding. Yeah. And probably less jaded, if we're calling it what it is. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously. They just want to hear somebody who hasn't, you know, just Ah. going through the motions at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. I've, I've, um, I've been friends with teachers a couple times. Yeah. But I was always a lot younger than they were, so it's like, I don't really... I, I guess being a student, I would always want to, like, just pick someone's brain. Yeah. They, they've lived more life or something and like that. And that's what I see it as, too. And I think that, you know, me and this particular student have, like, had enough conversations in the classroom mm-hmm. that, like, she... I guess, kind of respects my opinion to an extent, so... Um, yeah, you definitely gotta earn the respect, though, you know? You yeah. definitely do. You just walk in, first day, hey, let me talk to you about sexuality. Yeah, seriously, no, they mm, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Arms, so, no. So, how does your personal... Creative process go? No, how does your personal creative process influence your teaching or vice versa? Well, I guess, so I almost feel like I do, like, the opposites because I think, like, sometimes I'll, like, 
sense myself getting into these really bad habits, you know, that I, I'll give you an example, because I know this is like a conceptual thing, but like my dad used to tell me that I was cursed with writing a good first draft, you know, and that made me not want to plan things out and it made me not want to take a second crack at anything, mm-hmm. which are both really things that I see why they're so important now. So I'm almost like everything that, that I want to do naturally I try to go against in my classroom, you know, like for instance, um, like I said, that first draft thing, I can probably sit down with an idea in mind and crack out a moderately good and probably close to what I was going for, you know, but what I try to have my students do, which again is totally not what I want to do naturally. And we'll have this conversation too. I always, I always make them pre-write and come up with some kind of plan. Oh, the little bubble and all that. Exactly. And I mean, I I think I try to do it a little bit more involved than just like, who's the character? Johnny. What does he do? Uh, He needs to solve a murder or something like that. You know, I try to do a little bit more involved in that. But I think it's just good to have that. And I and I say this too. Like, even if you just wrote the idea down that you are totally not going to do at least you have something tangible to like look at and and reject yeah exactly and it kind of goes back to this like list situation it's it's so much more gratifying to have something written down in front of you instead of just a blank page you know also because i feel like if you're like okay in the third paragraph i'm gonna write about this you're thinking about that and you're not thinking about paragraphs one and two Mm -hmm. and so like like i have this topic that i want to bring up i'm gonna bring it up later but now it's off my mind because i'm not trying to remember it for sure no it is it's it's a very i try to just keep them active in the writing process so has that helped you with your creative process trying to because because you have these unhealthy habits. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them that. No, do it. Yeah, man, I'm with it. Unhealthy. So, so like you have these things that you don't want to do, mm-hmm. but you do, do. Yes. And so like. Well, I do do, but I'm trying to break myself. I do do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're chuckling <laughs> at that. <laughs> I, I tried not to laugh when I said uh, it. Funny. <laughs> you do do. It's my duty. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm serious though. Like I, I can sense the habit wanting to like rear its ugly head, and and I try to like push it back. And like I said, the the pre writing process, the process before the actual writing process, I see now is so important. And I actually had like a couple of days over the summer where I just had a bunch of post it notes all over the place, and that was kind of my pre writing thing, I guess, or like brainstorming thing, mm-hmm. and um. And yeah, no, and it's so funny too because like I feel like some of the students are like me manifested as like a tiny young person, you know? Like I had this one student, it was like day one, and she was like, we were talking about brainstorming, pre-writing, what you do before you do, do. And uh and she was like, Mr. Harms, like, what if I just like to let it flow? And I was like, ah. Ah, I feel you. Yeah. But no, 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 that's this is verbatim what I said. I was like, yep, that's, I feel that, but no, try to give that a back seat because there's always going to be time for you can just flow. Well, I feel like, I mean, the other thing you could say is like, let it flow on the brainstorming yeah. session. And then once you have all that done, let it flow over here. Yes. Control your flow. Just the control flow. Exactly. And two, and like, I'll still get people just turning in like blank brainstorming sheets. And I'm like, darn it. That didn't go well. But whatever. I feel like, I mean, I mean, how long did it take you to realize that you need to do that, though? 
Because the, because the thing was, is you were, I'm sure that you were a good writer, yeah. and then you eventually reach a point where it's like, I need to improve. Where do I improve? I need to brainstorm. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, that's that's anything you do. You need, you like, I need to learn. I need to improve. This is what I need to do next. Yeah. Well, and it's also kind of just this, like, trickle-down thing with creativity where I guess now that they're starting off in the right place, those ambitious or, like, not follow through ideas that would have come, I think they realize early how unrealistic they are or how they can tweak them to make them more realistic, if that makes sense. That sounds like it, all be, it would be helpful in the brainstorming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. once once you get it figured out at the at the front end, it it totally just like trickles all the way all the way back. And then um, the other thing that I feel like I'm naturally do not want to do is the editing. Post. Yes, the post for sure. Because like I said, it's like uh, I feel like I have a, a solid first draft down mm-hmm. you know and um and also for some reason i don't know why it just it used to kill me to type a whole paragraph and then reread it and in retrospect that's like so depressing because if i don't want to reread something that uh, i've written I, don't, I didn't even think about that yeah but also i because I, I feel the same way like i would um just to kind of give you like my like yeah so that like we would do these videos me and my friend tom we would play video games together and we would have funny commentary, and then all I had to do is watch it again, pick where the cam- which where the camera goes, me or him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I had a couple of fun things in, and I, the th- the reason we stopped is because I didn't want to have to review sixteen yeah. minute videos. Isn't that so pick. funny? It's like yes, I know it's good, but it's like this. So it's like an hour and a half to do this, and it's like every uh. three days. <laughs> And so yeah, that that's something like that the voice that you just took on. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. I don't want to do it. But, I mean, that's why we don't do it anymore. Like we're we're good at it. We yeah. did we did it for a month, and we're like, this is a good backlog. But like, there's no there's no there's no money. It takes up all our free time. Like it's stressful. We mm. we set like a really arbitrary schedule: three uploads a week. I had to do two. Well, I signed up to do two. He was doing one, and it was just like it was just. So, but I, I can relate to what you were just saying. Yeah. Well, I think that too, like, is, I think, like, if I was a professional writer who, like, made bank off of everything that I wrote, that I, would be more motivated, you know what I would even, say? I would even say that even if you, you didn't have to make bank, just enough, like, if you could get by a Subside, just writing, yeah. you would be like, well, this is what I do. Eight hours a day or whatever, like, yeah. that's fine. But, like, I'm going to put on a suit and I'm just going to sit at my typewriter <laughs> or whatever. But it's like you come home from work and you're like, I love this hobby that I do. Yeah. And I love, I do love editing videos, but, like, I don't want, I, I worked, I don't want to do more work. Yeah. I want to, like, have fun or, like, do this or whatever. So, like, I feel like that's kind of the, one of the hard things about, about post work. Like, with this For show, sure. I do, I, after you leave, I'll record the intro to the show mm-hmm. and then I'll send that and this file to my friend Tom, he'll put music in between my intro and the show, and then outro music, and that's it. They yeah. do no editing. Because <laughs> it's like, it's so much easier, mm-hmm. and I get it done. Yeah. A little less impressive when you say, like, you don't, oh, also, who's going to edit two hours? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you, a week? Come on. Yeah. Okay, so you were saying, what, what other challenges do you face in post? Um, I guess, like, figuring out 
like, I guess the thing I was going for is, like, the other, like, big thing that I need to figure out in post. Like, what, what I'm trying to say is, so when I approach something that I'm writing, uh, last week I did a blog post for my friend's, like, blog that she runs, and uh, the idea was so freeform that I felt like I almost... Coming up with the direction was one thing, and then the dude who I sent it to, the like editor, was like, well, I want you to take a different approach to it. And it's really tough for me to... Because I commit, you mm-hmm. know? I'm committing to this is the way that I'm going to write it. And, um, and he was like, you know, kind of... And, he, and I gotta say, the dude was, like, not helpful, if I'm being I'm candid. I'm sure he wasn't very polite. Well, and of course I only hear the criticism, you know, he was like, oh, it's really good, and, like, we'll totally work with our, like, readership. I'm assuming it was an email. Yes. And you yes, assigned yes, yes. the tone of voice that he yes. was saying it in. I'm sure that... Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. You got it. What did you write? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And, yeah, it was, it, I totally assigned the tone, and I'm with you. Um, but so, I guess... Uh, what was hard about it for me? Well, it was like, I came up with this idea. He wanted me to tweak the whole concept. And I think, I guess that's what I was saying earlier with the trickle down. Mm-hmm. Once you get the idea figured out, it's all so much easier. Like, tweaking it at that stage is so much easier than you've written the darn thing and changing it from there. So you know? you're, changing, you're basically rewriting it. And he did use the word rewrite. And, or no, he said take another crack at it or something. Yeah, some euphemism like that. I know. And I was like, oh, And okay. with the tone, you're like, oh, how yeah, dare I was you? my chain. I cannot believe you would say something like that. No, and I think that's another creative thing, too. We have, like, because um, I have been writing for so long that I think our ego. Oh, I wrote like, ego. Nice. Nice. Man, I knew you were going page. to say ego. Same post-it note page. <laughs> no, I, I do. Like, I, it's such a... If anything, if anybody has anything to say, and then it's funny too because when I'll like share my writing with like a friend, and they'll be like, "It was good," and I'll be like, <laughs> "You <laughs> suck, dude. Why did I even send it to you?" Yeah, no, that's, that's super funny. It is. <coughs> but it, it's honestly, I don't, I don't know what I want people to say about mm-hmm. anything. I just. I want them to say nice things and specific nice things. You Not know? just like, oh, I liked it. Yeah. What did sucks. you like about it? Well, what did you think about the end, though? Was the end realistic? Well, what did you what like did you about What did you think about the setup at the beginning? Yeah. Like was, it, was it too much setup or, like, not enough? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, because I think about that, too, like, for... Because I, I... For some reason, in conversation, I like to bring myself into the conversation. Yeah. For me... I, I understand a lot of people don't like it. I can think of one specific ex-girlfriend <laughs> who did not like it. But for me, it's like, if I can if I can articulate my point and you feel the same way about my example, yeah. then you'd be like, oh, he gets exactly what I'm saying. He's listening and he's trying to apply it yes. and he's understanding. So my, my example is with the show. I, I, have, I have social media for it, mm-hmm. but I never send, I don't send it to all my friends. I'm not like, listen to my thing, listen to my yeah. thing. I have separate accounts. I might like retweet or something, but just like, keep it off Facebook, keep it off of anyone's face. If you listen to it, if you are so inclined to listen to the show, great. That's great. And what's weird is like if someone will bring it up, I'm like, oh, do you listen to the show? And yeah. I feel like I, I'm a little, I'm, I, this is, this is, I'm, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm less confident than you. I wanted to use the word mm. humble, but I think that's bullshit. That's not. <laughs> that's not fair. That's just like where my mind went. Like I don't. I don't know how to take maybe compliments. I don't know, but just like someone says, "Oh, that's great, you have a show," and I'm just like, my my first thought is like, "Do you listen?" And if yeah. they say yes, then it's like, "What do you think?" I want to hear exactly. And I feel yeah. the same way. But oh, that's good. What's what? And most people say it's really long, but like, um, <laughs> it is, but this is a show I want to do. So I'm yeah, doing my oh, show. Yeah, it's so funny. And then, um, when they don't listen to it, I'm like, oh, no pressure. Like, I'm yeah. not, I don't, I don't want you to think like, I want, need you to listen to this. Well, I think that's so funny too, because like part of me as a creative with an ego wants to be all about whatever I'm talking about all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like uh, like our friend Matt, who's into the music, you know? I feel like we've had conversations about being all about whatever you do, you know? Are you a musician? Are you all about it? Are you, like, constantly, like, being like, oh, well, here's my demo tape. Like, mm-hmm. let, like, like, like let's talk about my music, you know? And I, and I feel that with, like, writing, too, because I'm very selective about the friends that I send it to. Mm-hmm. But then, too, like, um, I feel like any friend that, like, talks about, like, short stories or anything like that, I feel like I almost put pressure on myself to be like, well, I'm a writer, too. Let's be writers together, you know? Like, let's talk about writing and stuff like that. And it's just it's funny that uh, I... Yeah. What you were saying, basically. I feel... Because I, I, I don't like to call it my podcast. Yeah. I... As to, to set up the pronoun, I'll throw it out as the first word, and then I call it my show. Yeah. Because I feel like there's, like, a lot of pretension about it. And it's like... Oh, definitely. I'm very proud of all the things I've done. Like, I have... And this is this is weird, because, like, my downloads are probably mostly influenced by bots, but you can kind of see... This is the 200 <laughs> line. And so, like, it's just been kind of downhill with, like, a weird spike. And this is this is probably more accurate. Like, 16 downloads. Like, yeah. I'm, like, that. that's good. That means 16 real people probably, like, not bots. Yeah. And that that's, like... Which is still impressive. For the fact that... For, for how weirdly I promote it. But just, like, the ego, for me, is very weird. Because I think it's like this. It's, like, with, with the comedy that I write and the music that I write, mm-hmm. I want people to listen to it. Yeah. But I also don't think it's good enough to be listened to. And I, I think that part of it's, like, I like it. Yeah. And I'm going to keep playing because I really enjoy it. But, like, it's not good enough to show to you a friend. Yeah. Like, I did I did that and they gave me compliments and it was nice. But just, like, the ego for me, is, as you can tell, is a very complicated thing to kind of juggle with myself. Because on one hand, like, I'm really good. I have a thing that I'm... Yeah. I'm, I'm whether... whether rather... See, I'm already, I'm already pulling back. Whether or not I'm good at what I do, <laughs> I try and I'm usually able to put something together. That's why yeah. the show is called The Producers, because I, I can produce. On the other hand, it's like, well, what am I producing? Yeah. And it's like, I think it's, it's lately I've been pushing myself to be better at different things and like work to be something that I can be like, no, 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 listen to this. Yeah. This is me. You know what I mean? Like, with, with you and, like, stories, like, you've obviously been at this for a very long time, so you can say, like, hey, check this out. Yeah. For me, it's like, yeah, I've been playing guitar for, like, eight years, but, like, four of those years, I was kind of just coasting by on, like, I pick it up every now and then, play the same eight songs that I played the last time I played, <laughs> and then, what does that, does that make me any better? Yeah. So, like, that's kind of, that's kind of my thoughts on uh, ego, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Like, I guess, honestly, the first step I feel like I did take to acknowledging my ego was just sending my stories to, like, 
a friend or something so like you that. you embraced it. You said, you know what? Yeah. These are good. So is it like is it, is it like a you're good or your work is good? It's both. Because both are well, true. And it's funny that you say that because sometimes I'll like write a story like years ago and like come back to it and be like surprised myself. Now, whether or not that's a good thing is like, you know, a separate thing. But like, I feel like when, I, when I'm like come back like years from now, and that's what I think is cool about writing too. It's such tangible mm-hmm. right there thing, you know, um, I'll like come back to it and be like, oh my god, I was killing it. Or, oh my god, I sucked. What was I even doing with this? Um, so and I think I think that that's kind of give and a take thing, I guess. But um, yeah, like acknowledging the ego is there is is a big thing. Because I feel like that's kind of the difference between like little little doodles and like a canvas, you know? Mm-hmm. Having that ego. So, to a degree, the fact that I have this equipment, yeah, and I have a show, it, man, I'm telling you. So that, that okay, that 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 to me, that this is this is uncharted territory, like really exploring my ego with my show. Like, yeah, like I have a website, like I have social medias, um, I upload it once a week, stuff like that. So yeah. just like, yeah. So I've I've acknowledged it, I've embraced mm-hmm. it, of course, because I'm all about what I do, right. I think it's this quote that I push around a lot, and I think I'm actually living it, it's, it's don't take yourself too seriously, but take what you do very seriously. Yeah. And so I'm not like, look at me, I host a podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest fucking deal, it's like, yeah. I just I just do a show, I have fun doing a show, yeah. but, but what I do, it's quality, it's for the quality that it's like, somebody who would be really good at it. Would yeah. do. Whether or not the audio sounds good or the content is good, I know that the tech and all that stuff is good. Yes, you trust in the content of your product. Or, I don't know if you want to call it a product. I would call it a product. I guess, yeah, I feel like taking yourself too seriously like I do take my writing seriously and I think I think I have this like image of a of a pretentious creative with like a a beret and like a a cigarette you know you're a beret and a cigarette away from your trope exactly (laughs) and you're just like I'm an amazing writer I only write amazing things (laughs) the seriousness of your face yeah Just, just, I don't know, I don't know what this face, I guess I, I'm squinting at all the hardships that life has thrown my way. But the but fact that you wouldn't even look at me, you're just like, I'm yeah. a rider. I'm looking off in the distance, <laughs> over that horizon. Um, but no, and I mean, I knew people in college and high school who would be like that writer, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were in bold, the writer kid, you mm-hmm. know, who were just all about their things. And I bet they wrote good things, but I don't think that separates a good writer from a bad writer, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it has anything to do with that, but, um, I think it's more like honing your skill. Yes. And that, that's one of the things that I want to, I, I wanted to bring up is like, you and I are on different levels with our respective mediums. Cause it's like, you've been at, how long have you been doing creative writing? Yeah, you like ha- since high school. At exactly. Least, so yeah. you, it's been, it's been a long, and I'm sure you've been consistently pushing yourself and yeah. I'm sure even before you started writing things, you, you were like, you were like a storyteller or something. You had these things going on in your head. So like you, you've, Reach the level where you can say, I'm good because I've put the yeah, work in. And because, this- because you, and I think it's just a commitment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that you doing it for this amount of weeks 
and you getting the equipment, you're committed to it, you know? I'm, I'm building that point to where in the future I'll be say, yeah, I'm really good at this. Because, yeah. because I've, I've done this for two years or exactly. whatever. Exactly. And I feel like definitely two years of this is, is, is a lot. Yeah. Because that's like, that's like over 100 episodes. Oh, for sure. Then that creative growth, you know? And, uh, no, honing your skill, for sure. I think yeah. that's what it comes back to. Um because that's not taking yourself too seriously, but it is taking yourself seriously. Yeah, because it's, it's like, taking taking the 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 product mm-hmm. seriously, you know, and um, and yeah, I just uh, because again, uh, you know, you having the idea of I want to have a podcast, this is how it's gonna go, or like whatever, you know, I think that that's different than the actual product, and that's something I talk about too in my class, the like the perceived idea, this this unattainable, almost, like, holy grail of creativity versus the actual thing that you do, you know? I feel like that kind of is a better better way of talking about, like, having this expectation of needing to play this kind of music yeah. and, and being only able to produce this kind yeah, and working to get to that point. I, I gotta say, it's like... <clears throat> I'm surprised to hear you talk about music. I thought you were gonna be like all about the like improv and all that stuff, you know. I um, I love comedy. I love improv. Mm-hmm. Um, but music has kind of been something I've always wa- I've always wanted to be in a band. I've always yeah. wanted to be a lead singer. I prob- I don't know if I'm even good at singing, but like <laughs> I just I love it so much. And yeah. I want to do it, and so like that's kind of the thought is working on it with improv. I mean, I love doing improv, and mm-hmm. it's so much fun. I think... Keeps you loose, too. I think... Well, also, just, like, going through, like, recent breakup stuff, I'm very emotional mm. right now. Yeah. And so music kind of touches it a little more, because I'm, I'm in, like, this mood where I want to write. And yeah. I want to play music. Like, I was going to play before you came over, but I got distracted. And yeah. Just like, but so, like, with improv, I love... Like, I have class tonight, and I'm really excited to go. I just haven't been as invested I think is, yeah. is what it comes down to it's not necessarily like oh I'm not I don't like improv anymore it's just like whereas in like a 101 towards the end of like improv was here music was here like maybe music's getting a little more attention yeah and like comedy's still at a low point like that's well, gonna hit but what it sounds like I feel like like cause writing music and like playing music can be like a solitary thing you mm-hmm. know and it's like a thing that you are able to do by yourself you know but I think like the the improv and the comedy I think at least what I'm getting from, I haven't, like, come out to any shows, but, like, it's a more social thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because so, you're up there with somebody else. Yeah, and, and I feel like going through emotional things and, like, having to be introspective, like, really naturally lends itself to... Music. Exactly. But I do want to talk about that, because yep. I want to know your thoughts on the multi-creative people. Ah, uh, the Donald Glovers. Yeah, exactly. Because <clears throat> I, I, I see the super eclectic people who are, like, sketchbook drawing and then, like, will jump over and, like, type some poetry and then, like, I don't even know. Pick up, pick up a tambourine. Yeah, and start and put on this dance crazy show. <laughs> um, I'd consider myself a very amateur um, multi-medium artist. Yeah. And so, like, for... But do you think, like... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just please. am, like, interested in, like, kind of the fostering of the creativity through multiple multiple media. You know what I mean? Well, I think for, I think for me, 
I just want to be like a performer. I yeah. want to have things like having a show like that comes out like I put up a product that I'm proud of it. I see. And like when I would do videos, I put up a product that I was proud of. Mm-hmm. And like when I'm on stage, I try to put up a product that I'm proud of. Yes. And so for me, it's like I like to be creative and I don't maybe I don't have it figured out what my medium is or maybe I'm trying things out or like maybe these are all different different ways that can express different things mm-hmm. that I'm feeling like with improv. I'm I, I'm happy that I'm emotional because the class is about emotions and it's yeah. like you, when you're when you are doing improv you need to have emotions you need to tap into real human emotions because yeah. it makes the improv better and For so sure. like I am excited about that and so that's gonna be a good thing and like with music like I wrote I wrote I wrote two breakup songs like that's <laughs> what it was those are my songs and like nice. it's cheesy but for me it's like if 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 I were to remove everyone else from the world like I I like those songs and I like what the content is and how I feel about when I play it. I yeah. feel very proud. Kind of kind of stuff like that. So, like, for me, the idea of being, like, a... Having these mediums is, like... I get to do all these different things. Yeah. I guess if I had to... Because podcasting is fun. Mm-hmm. It's not as artistic. Improv is fun. Improv, the, the reason I got into improv was to try to make friends. Because yeah. I've moved around a bunch and I just don't have friends. Totally. And so, like... But music has always been this thing that I wanted to do, maybe. Maybe that's just me trying to, like, idealize it. But just, yeah. like, lately... Which does happen, of I course. feel like. And, that, and that's why I try to acknowledge it, because, like, what if I'm doing that? Yeah. I don't know. I think... Music, well, maybe this kind of... I've never felt, like, one of one of those things can fully give me, I can fully sink into. Maybe that's, like, a bad thing or a good thing. But just, like, going to... Having this feeling... Of the breakup. Yeah. And, like, wanting to express about it. Like, I could, um... I could write a song. Yeah. I could... I could go up and go to a class or go to uh, one of the Thursday free shows where people can get on stage and mm-hmm. I can do that. And, I mean, there's, like, a lot that you can do with it. And I think that I like having the options. Yes. Because you might feel like... No, no, no. I'm totally with you. I mm-hmm. like that you said you're a performer, too. That that That's something that I've, I've been trying to see if that's what it is. Yeah. Like, like, I've been, like... Well, and I think you need to... If that's your identity, I do think you need to, like, embrace that and, like, be all about that, you know? Because that's not necessarily for everyone, mm-hmm. you know? And, two, I feel like the big thing about... Music is, is, it seems, at least to me, is a lot more, like, vulnerable than, like, mm-hmm. other improv. things. Improv oh, yeah, improv. We'll, we'll do that as the contra, but, um, but yeah, and I used to say, like, when I was in college that, like, whenever I would be reading a book or watching a show or anything like that, I just wanted something raw and, like, something vulnerable and something I could connect to. And now I'm kind of like, I want something raw and vulnerable, but still good art, mm-hmm. you know? But, um, but no, and, uh, yeah, I feel like, going back to what you were saying a second ago, it's just a different, a different thing to still express yourself and not, you know, music can't capture everything that you want to expect, the whole, like, spectrum. Because I do, like, some painting, too, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think that that's kind of, like, a completely, it's like a visual thing, you know, and it's such a different art form than writing, you know, because you, you see it and you're immediately, that's the whole thing right there, that experience. Uh, I disagree. With like, which? With, like, once you look at a painting, like, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's... But I understand, it's, I, can't, it's, I understand what you mean. It's more ephemeral than necessarily 
reading a thing, you know, or maybe it's not. Maybe I'm agreeing that uh, to disagree because I do think you need to unpack and you can see. Most people listen to a song, they find one line they like, yeah. and that's or the tone of the music. Yeah. You see a painting, you say, I see it. It's a, it's a cityscape. I'm, I feel like I'm cold or something like that. Yeah, some, I feel some like I'm cold. Well, you're outside. I'm cold right I, now. <laughs> you they should turn down the AC <laughs> in this art museum. <laughs> Okay, but like so, but that—that's kind of what you're saying, is no, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and I think too, I guess me me saying that is almost me trying to like see it from an observer. Like obviously, there's way more levels than just mm-hmm. meet the eye immediately, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think. <laughs> I think we're both on. I think we're definitely both on the same page about like. Art is a me- art mediums and how they translate to the products mm-hmm. that they have because it's like they can all be interacted with in multiple ways. Yes. And while one key thing is how the creator interacts mm-hmm. with them, it's also about how whoever is interacting, like the not the non-creator, basically. Right. Exactly. And it's it's such a. I almost feel like sometimes there's that disconnect between. And I'll explain my answer in a second, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's almost a disconnect between the artist and the art and then the observer, too. Because the observer, like, sees the art, and they're like, okay, cool. Or, like, whatever reaction. And then they talk to the artist, and, like, me, going back to, like, what I was saying a moment ago with, like, being all about whatever you're doing, I almost think it would be, like, disappointing to talk to somebody who, like, read something that I wrote and me being like... Oh, yeah, it was just something I threw together in, like, 20 minutes. It's, mm-hmm. it's super crappy, like, honestly. But, like, that changed my life. Yeah, I know. No, and it's so funny, and I feel like that that's why I have almost a responsibility to be... To take it seriously. To take it seriously and have mm-hmm. that ego. Because it's so disappointing, like, um, you know, what you were saying a second ago where it's like... Like, I feel like you have to commit, and me having mm-hmm. done this for so many years, you know? And that's, like, gratifying... But, like, I almost feel disappointed when I hear about a musician who just kind of, like, fell into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Who weren't, like, a, a little baby playing a ukulele yeah, or Yeah, definitely. I always think about, like, I wish I had started playing earlier because, you know, I, my first... And uh, also, like, I take shame in, like, having... <laughs> having my first <laughs> exposure to the guitar being, like, a guitar class yeah. in, in my junior year of high school. And it's just, like, on one hand... That's my journey, and I'm cool with it. Like, who cares? But on the other hand, I totally feel what you're saying, and, yeah. and that's why, like, maybe that, maybe that's why I won't release my stuff or I won't do it for people because it's like, if they said I want to hear what you have to say or play, it's just be like, it would be for me like, ah, uh, I I put a lot of feeling into yeah. like the words, and for me, writing the actual music wasn't like. I didn't put too much thought into it because it's like I don't know how. Yeah. I just found something that I thought sounded good and matched the tone that I was trying to set. And so, like, I wouldn't want to give that to somebody and, like, be judged or, like, kind of feel like I'm delivering a product that might not be, like, 100%. Yeah. And even if it is 100% or, like, I I check the boxes that are acceptable, it's just, like, I worry a lot about things like that. Oh, yeah. Well, because it's, like, one thing for somebody to listen to a song that you've done and be, like... That was good. I'm acknowledging that you're sharing your art with me, you know? And then it's another thing for them to be genuinely pumped or would be a fan 
if I just heard this casually, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, uh... How do you feel about if someone gives you a critique? Well, like I said, I'm immediately like, screw you, what do you know? I'm just joking. Totally just joking. Because I actually... I almost would prefer... So say I give them a story or, like, whatever. I'll, I'll, like, do it with paintings, too. But, like, if I give them a story, I would rather them go completely top-to-bottom negative than completely top-to-bottom positive because I feel like, as someone who hasn't gotten to the point where I can write and make a living, like, I want the criticism, Mm -hmm. you know? I want you... Part of me wants... Part of me, not all of me, wants you to completely eviscerate whatever Mm -hmm. I've written and just destroy it, and then I can build it back up from the ground, you know? But you also have to have a level of confidence and time put in and belief in yourself to say, like... I got ripped down, and now using my skill and ability, I'm going to make it better. Yes. So, for example, with improv, like, I don't know where I got it, but, like, the first time I ever went on stage was before I even took a class. Mm -hmm. It was just for, like, one of the free nights. And I I went in, and I was like, I hope that I bomb once tonight. (laughs) And I did. Yeah. Twice. Nice. And it was like, I felt good, because first of all, I was like, I wanted to do it, but I also Mm -hmm. wanted to be better, and I wanted to, to produce a good product. Yeah. But for music... I would never want... I'm not... I haven't reached that confidence threshold to where, like, one bad comment might, like, derail yeah, the whole process. Totally. And so it's like, on one hand, I do want to be honest. I want to work and improve. But, like, it's all about delivery and stuff like that. But just, like, I was just thinking, like, with improv, like, I, I asked my, my professors, like, destroy me. Like, tell yeah. me everything I'm doing wrong so Completely. that I can be mindful next time and you know if it gets a little too harsh like i'll say like hey you know (laughs) i'm feeling very uh, not confident but like with music like i sent i sent my song to two friends and one of them had like the i'd say the perfect response just like building me up and whether it was true or not it made me feel good another one i asked him to be honest and his mistake was that he was honest with me because i want i said i wanted it but i didn't want it i wanted to just help me build this confidence because i'm sending you the first song i've ever recorded and it's just like come on man but like I do appreciate that from him, and it's just like... But All right, yeah, I'll take the like, kind of system. It's a demo. It's, it's pitchy. Yeah. They started off weak. Come on. Well, and I feel like getting feedback for whatever you've produced is like a completely... It's a tough dynamic to wade oh, through. Oh, 100%. You know? And, too, if you're, like, dating someone who has something to say in any respect... It's a tricky minefield to navigate as well, you know. Just just dating somebody and having an art. Yeah. Like, I I played a song for a girl I was dating. I felt really good about it. She had nothing to say. Uh, That's the worst. At least they're like, that was great. Yeah. Boom. Problem solved. Like, oh, that was great. I, I feel like I hold my head up higher, puff my chest out. But just like, that's something that um, I got to talk to. I had, I had, a, the, I had someone on the show. And they were dating another artist. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the best conversations I got to have about Yeah. Like, because I'm always interested in, like, who's the right person for another person? And specifically when it comes to creative people. And so I feel like that's something that is always on my mind. It's just like... Yeah. Because that's, that's a question that gets asked on the show that I originally, like, got the idea from, like, who's the right person for a comedian? Yeah. Because he was a comedian. And for me, it's like... Who's the right person for a creative type? An aspiring creative type. Like, I mm-hmm. am definitely on the level of aspiring because I'm working on it. But, like, 
when you get in the person on the show was more accomplished. Yeah. They were also a teacher and they teach art and stuff oh, like cool. that. Oh, cool. Okay. And so like he was like, I don't really care about you know. I mean like. I don't. Full disclosure. As soon as we're done talking, I'm probably gonna forget most of the things to talk about on the show. Yeah, totally. I do that because it's a lot. But just like he said something to the fact that, like it didn't matter because like she she gave him the support that he needed. Yeah. And vice versa. So like he doesn't need to go to every show. Mm-hmm. But he goes to he goes to support because you know it's nice. Yeah. And I'm sure that to her it's not even a big deal anymore. And like cause they've been together for years and mm. she's been doing it for years. But just like I don't know. I feel like for an artist. For someone in my position, I need someone who's very supportive. Yeah. Blindly supportive to a degree. Supportive is enough for me, yeah. That, that, that's your threshold? Well, well, I say that because I'm not going to lie. I feel like it's like hard enough meeting someone. I'm not going to also like add another box. <laughs> that they have are, to you, check. are you the perfect creative soul to my creative soul? <laughs> are, you the, are you my Zelda right now? Is that what's happening? Like, that's completely unrealistic, yes. you know? And like, um... God, I feel like my standards are so low. If I can have a good conversation with you, mm-hmm. box checked, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but but um, no, in all seriousness, because uh, I, I have dated a few creative types, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like I, I guess one thing I try to do is take everything with like a grain of salt because as needy as I can be, I need to remember that I shut off my phone when I'm, like, writing, you know? And I think I think it's just like having any any healthy relationship, communication, mm-hmm. and a give and take, I guess. Give uh, give 60, take 40. Yeah, exactly. That's what my mom always told me. I That's came smart. Up, I've, I've, when I got out of the... Because the past relationship I've been in, and they'll never listen, but if they do, I don't mean to speak ill. Yeah. But this is just how I have perceived relationships. They were bad. Yeah. I was with people who just were not good for me. Mm-hmm. And they just made me feel so bad about myself. Well, I feel like, can I just say, though, if even if they did listen, I want to, like, point out that you said they were bad for me, you mm-hmm. know? They weren't bad. No, I think they're great just people. Just for you. Yeah, yeah totally. People. And I, I think there's something to be said because you guys aren't together anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's so it's, the... it's not like they're sitting there being like... I want to get back together with him. Oh, we just said that thing on that podcast. No, no, An no, hour no. in. I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she waited through a lot of jibber-jabbering <laughs> just to get to that part. That was a weird thing, too, is I was, when I was dating one of them, like, I was, like, beginning my show, and, like, mm-hmm. I asked my guest, the guy who had his girlfriend, who his girlfriend was also an artist, mm-hmm. so I was like, should I just, like, do you think that I have any right to be upset? Like, what, what, because I already have my feeling. Yeah. What, what do you think I should feel? And he kind of validated, like, you'd want them to listen to one. Yeah. For God's sake. Listen to one. I'll, well, I'll, I'll going one. back to the ego, if oh, I may. Please. Because I feel like if my ego is sitting here being like, you know, like I said, uh, a couple... I don't know how long ago, actually. However many minutes ago where I was like, if I can't read it a second time, why should I expect anybody else to? If my significant other can't listen, read, look at, if they can't enjoy my art, even one iota, what the heck am I even doing it for? Like, I can't... The relationship with the art? Both. Maybe both. Definitely. Because I was was trying to enjoy my art. Like, like, if you're as passionate about your creative writing and you say, Mm -hmm. like, and you, and let's say, because you, you are very selective, and let's say that in a relationship you are very selective, and you hand them 
you know, like, hey, I wrote this story. They should be like, oh, you wrote a story? Like, I want to read it. Yeah, totally. Like, like, I don't expect... That should be the... Exactly. That should be the reaction. I don't expect... And I mean this honestly. I don't expect anyone to listen to every podcast I put out. It's two hours. I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And if someone does like it or want to listen to it, great. But, like, I'm so into it. Like, that's awesome. But, like, I don't need, like... Ask me about it. like how yeah. did it go like stuff like that just like or like wanting to hear wanting to hear me play like just play music like I know yeah. you like to do it I know you like to have an audience like I, how would I I don't know just like this support I came up with these four pillars of a relationship loving acceptance mm-hmm. uh, want mm-hmm. and support okay and I feel like those are the things that were lacking in my last yeah. relationships and so that's kind of the the, the, the you, you mentioned checking boxes yeah. which is my favorite thing to say about <laughs> relationships like. Because so, I have this, this struggle of, like, I check boxes for them, mm-hmm. which I think is very common. Oh, yeah. And oh. so, like, um, those are those are the main four. Yeah. Like, you have, you have to want me. You have to be supportive of, of, the, of me, basically. Yeah. And obviously that's weird at first, but, like, you can, you can tell if someone's going to be supportive of you or not. Yes. I, I also, like, it sounds so gross to say. I, I studied, like, human behavior. And, like, oh, for sure. I feel like I do have... And I'm, I could be wrong, but I feel like I I know how a person is based on like mm. their behavior. Like you oh, know what definitely. they're gonna lean towards. And so, if you can't judge a person based on their behavior, they must be like some kind of sociopath or something like that. Or they're uh, expecting it. Yes, and they're trying. To they're expecting to be observed. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. No. And I definitely. I can't say I've ever dated somebody who I wasn't supportive of. Or, like, that I didn't appreciate their art to extent. And as a matter of fact, I feel like both of the two people that I've dated who were creative, I've always been, like, massively blown away at how good they were mm-hmm. at whatever they were doing. That being said, I'm trying to imagine myself, like, being with a girl who I didn't necessarily appreciate her art as well. And, like, how would I approach giving criticism, you know? That's always been a... Uh... Just a weird thing, just like, and this is this is just getting right into like following your train of thought. Yeah. Like, when, like a girl I'd be seeing would have a problem and they like vent, and the I guess before these two relationships I had a really successful two and a half two and a half year relationship. Yeah. She was. I, I think I see where you're going with. She this was art. very wonderful. Yeah, and so like she would, she told me like sometimes I don't need your advice. I just yeah. want to vent. I appreciate yes. that you're a problem solver and all For you want sure. to do is help. Oh, I'm so right there with you, man. But all I want is to just say things, and when you say, that sucks, and just, like, touch my butt or something. Yeah. And so, like, with... And I found out, which, which which is weird to me, some people don't appreciate you clarifying. Yeah. And I can understand in the moment how that might be off-putting, but I'm trying... I don't know. I'm very... I'm, I'm a little over-communicated sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, like, in, in, a, in a situation like that, I would I would want to say, like, what do you need? And But, like, kind of relating it... Finally relating it back to, like, what you were saying, like... I would, uh, I always try to just venture on the side of, like, if they want my opinion, yeah, they'll ask for, for it. For sure. And so, like, I would, in a situation where I would be with someone creative, I, because I feel like you and I are on the, on the same boat, like, we're just very supportive, we just want to help, and, like, if I see, like, one thing wrong, I would, like, I, my, my first thought would be, like, if I tell them that, yeah. they are good and smart enough to take that and run with it and improve going forward. Yeah. Right? For sure. And, and to... The venting thing, I feel like some, like, I I get venting totally, Mm -hmm. but sometimes when I'm talking about it with a significant other, I expect them to be wanting my advice. Oh, absolutely. That's why they're telling me. And seeing communication, 
as having any function other than getting a point across and what do you think of this point that I just got across? Mm-hmm. Talking for the sake of talking, which essentially is what venting is, it's very tough for me to navigate sometimes, you know? Because I feel like, I mean, I might be alone based on what you said. I can understand the idea of, I really just want to talk about it, and yeah. then I don't, want to, I don't want to think about it anymore. I don't want to, maybe, maybe if I tell you about it, you can think about it for a couple hours, and once I've calmed down, then we can talk about it. Then we can it. revisit it. But yeah. just like the idea of just like I'm gonna talk at you, and mm-hmm. you don't get to say anything, is is it, to me it's just like like I want to be supportive, and mm-hmm. obviously I assigned the tone, and it was, it yeah, was sassy, right, right, yeah. but just like it's 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 very like you said, it's very difficult to manage, and yeah. I I won't even I won't even pick one of the other like ways to go with it because I want to help, but like. Also, and uh, Matthew actually kind of brought me to this kind of thought. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're bitching about your job every single day, that's like, an issue. Like, yeah. something's going on, and you might need me to say, like, outside looking in, I think I see your problem. Yeah. Kind of like that. So, like, well, and two, that kind of sucks because as a problem solver, mm-hmm. if I see an issue and then I'm like, well, I still need this person to enjoy being with me and like me. <laughs> But somebody's got to say something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That's when you hit him with the double preface. Hey, I love you. Yeah. I want you to be better. I also want you to like me. But I got to tell you. I've got to tell you. I got to tell you. Yeah. And fortunately, I haven't really been with anybody like. When was your, when was your last relationship? My last relationship was like a few years ago, honestly. Like, I've had some on-agains, off-agains, but I feel like that was, like, the biggest relationship. And that was probably, I would say, like, a couple years almost. Because it was, like, eased into, and then we were dating. And that lasted for about a year or so. Um, yeah, no. And you're, so your relationship lasts a year, typically? Not I'd, I'd say about the, yeah. like, three or four that I've been in, you know? maybe Maybe that's just me, like... Thinking about it in retrospect, ah, oh, it was about a year of my life, the year of the this chick, yeah. you know. But um, and, and just so I can get more information, to kind of, I like the pieces. You are about twenty five. Yeah. And you're talking about relationships, basically, post high school. For sure. Probably post freshman year, because I feel like that's the way I talk about relationships now. Is like, definitely don't count anything in high school anymore. And as far as college, Do you not? I I can, can I can I ask um why. I can, but I also feel like a lot of my relationships were a lot shorter. Yeah, that's I'm, fair. I moved around a lot in high school. Okay. So I, like, spent... See, that's fair. I spent a year... My junior year was in just one year in one in Missouri. My mm-hmm. senior year was in South Carolina. My sophomore and freshman years were in Utah in different schools. Yeah. And so, like, for me, it's like... I had one serious relationship, and then I had, you know, a couple girls who just, like, fucked me up. In, like, a yeah. good and bad way. And then, like, if I just take that high school era, I moved to the side, then it's like, okay, I can focus on, like, I dated this person. It, it gets a lot smaller and easier to kind of analyze. Yeah, it's, it's more boxes, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So for me, with the difference, and this is something I would love for you to speak about, like, you are a singleman. Damn. I have had a lot of trouble being a singleman. Mm. Um, I think of the last, of the 10 years that I've been dating, 15, 25, I've probably been single for... Two to three? Mm. Combined time. See, that's interesting because, and, and I, oh, I can't think about relationships 
without thinking about my brother because mm-hmm. he's the type serial monogamist jackknifes literally it'll be like he'll get out of one two year relationship and jump right into the next oh. and this chick that he was with not his current girlfriend but the girlfriend he was with before that literally like four years and the first couple months they were dating and I always remember this and I think about this a lot he called me up and we were talking about this new chick that he was with and he was like Wade I can do better is what he said and like imagine if they got married and like had kids and that's the story that I'm going to tell at their wedding you know because I was that kind of a dickhead brother but anyways no, and, and I think that's so funny was. and my response was kind of like well do it then you know yeah. but I see and maybe this is Sometimes I take this a little far, and I'll kind of explain what I mean by that in a second, but I see relationships as, and it is kind of like going back to the creative thing. This is me having an ego. I am ready to share my product. I am good enough with who I am as a person. I've worked on myself enough. I've worked on my body enough. Let me enjoy it with somebody else. Mm -hmm. I see single as like an opportunity to better myself because when you're with someone, it's a time investment. Mm -hmm. You know, you have way less time on your hands just by nature, you know, and I can't, I can't really be the level of creative that I'd like to be when I'm hanging out with someone just because I feel like I need to kind of like give something to the conversation. Not only time, but your focus, your energy, your mind. And that's that all of that kind of goes into the creative process for me. So I feel like single is like a time for me to work on everything, you know? And I see that in my brother that he, when he becomes single, he, he, it's like, it's like kind of like his, his jello mold melts away and he just kind of like, just becomes like a blob, mm-hmm. you know, until he's into his next relationship. And then it still is like he's not able to work on himself. Because it's know? like you went from blob to what? Now you're going to be perfect? Oh, excellent at the space bar. What am I trying to say? It's not like, it's not like you can... I feel like I know what you're talking about. I feel yeah. like I can kind of take your thought. So for me, like with the relationship that I was in that mm-hmm. kind of spurred all of this, like I was trying to, I was just trying to be in a relationship. Yeah. I wasn't... I wasn't pursuing any kind of comedy. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing any kind of podcast. I wasn't going to the gym, exercising. I wasn't caring about any. So, like, now that I'm a single person, like, like I spend way more time, like, at the gym. Mm-hmm. I spend way more time going to shows and, yeah. like, doing this. And it's just, like, I, I completely, like, I'm, I'm echoing this idea of, like, bettering yourself. Yeah. But, like, if you... See, I just got just as lost as you. I feel like if if you're, if you are a single person and you work on yourself and mm-hmm. you get to a point where you're like, I am, uh, I could maintain this in a relationship. Yeah. Then you need to work towards that. If you're a single person. Yeah. You need to work towards being able to have your own. And this maybe this is just me projecting, but it's like having my own identity, having all this, having all that, having everything, so that yeah. when I'm in this relationship, it's like. You're not stopping me from doing anything I don't want. I want to do, mm-hmm. but also I'm doing all things. I, I guess that's that's the point I came on. No, no, no. I'm totally with you mm-hmm. because I've seen the relationships. Nothing wrong with that because that's their prerogative, you mm-hmm. know. But what I don't want to be is like Wade plus one, you know, and then like we're just a unit, and everything we do, we do together. Wade and placeholder. Wade, yeah, Wade and placeholder. Exactly, exactly placeholder. Like, like I don't want to 
have to have that shared experience 24-7, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's important because, like, you don't talk about things when you're in a relationship like that, you know? You're just too on the same wavelength, almost, you know? No, talk about that. What do you mean? Like, okay, so... And like I said, I know that the relationships that I'm thinking of right now, you've got Jack and Jill, you know, and they, anytime Jack is in a social situation and Jill isn't there, his friends are like, yo, where's, where's Jill? Jill? Like, what, what happened there? And, um, and I think, too, it's like, it's like as a friend of those types of people or it's, it's like unfulfilling because they're like not really there. They're just trying to wait until they're with Jill again, you know, and it's just... Mm-hmm. It's the, not a fulfilling existence. The question that is the healthiest: How is Jill doing? Yes. They're not like where? Where is she? Well, like Jill. we never see you, and now you're here, and like yeah. where is she? Yeah. Well, and and I gotta say, I, I'm like wouldn't want relationships like that, but I totally am the type to immerse myself in a relationship, and um, and you can ask Matt too. Like I I had a relationship where I was just like, you're not seeing Wade again for a couple months, mm-hmm. and that's such a thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to call it a negative or a positive. It's just a thing that It's a thing that happens and is real. Yeah. That's um that's something so when I got out of the relationship that I was like super like lost my my whole identity in yeah. that relationship. I got into a different one and I made the point to not do that. And I mm. I feel like I did it successfully. Yeah. And I was able to like, hey, we see each other two, three times a week and of course I want to see you and of course like of course, I would want to spend more nights with you. Like, yeah. But, like, I don't know. It, it's very hard to balance, especially with someone who make, is really mean to you or something no. like that. But just, like, just like finding... What sign was she is what I want to know. Oh, yeah, you're going to sign. I've been, I've been thinking about it a lot because <laughs> I've been seeing people, like, with their signs. Yeah. Um... I was I'm, honestly, like, low-key, I, like, became obsessed with it. And it was because of this one chick that I dated. No, please talk. I'm trying to think of when her birthday um, was. Well, it's so funny. I can't. I can't not think about it because we were just. I feel like a moment ago we were both kind of like getting lost in trains of thought, and I really wanted to be like, "This is what happens when you get two air signs in a room." Am I right? Am I an air sign? What are you again? Libra. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. You're actually an earth sign. But anyways, that's just funny. <laughs> that's just funny. I'm, try- I'm. I'm desperately trying to remember when her birthday is because I'm so curious. Um, <laughs> golly. I think it was this is why you guys broke up. You can't remember her birthday. Jeez. Gee, I don't think she. I don't think she ever told me her birthday. Oh okay. We were, we were born together for like two months. Oh. If I remember, it'll come to me because I'm I'm so curious because I, I I remember when we hung out the other night like you kept bringing it up. Yeah. And like like I said, I've been thinking about. Well, it. my friends will like make fun of me, but like. It's regardless of whatever the the true purpose is behind it. It's fun for me. Yes, like I said, I am all about green lights. Yes. let's just roll with it. Let's do it. And and to uh, like meet people who are like, I read my like horoscope and it was so not me. Like I'm not a Taurus at all. <laughs> and I'm like, that's interesting because now you're like thinking critically about your own personality. You know, <sighs> that you can. <clears throat> specifically make that, like, contra, no, that's not me, you know? The best thing about what you just said was, like, I fully engaged in the sign talk, yeah. and then you creep behind me and whacked me in the head <laughs> with the bat, and it was just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, like, if you read your horoscope, you're like, is that me? Like, you actually do some, like, self-reflection. Yeah. Which I like, love. Oh, my God. I love it. And I actually, and it's funny, because I brought this up because I have a friend who... 
her given sign, she is like, I am not that sign at all. And the thing about the sign is that it's stubborn. She's a Taurus. She's an Earth sign. Grounded, stubborn, immovable. And it's so ironic that she's taking that and being like, I am obstinately not that. And I'm like, okay. I'm putting my feet in the ground. My feet are not in the ground. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny to me. But yeah, I can't can't, like not be fascinated to. Okay, so since you seem to have this cursory knowledge, what what should I be looking for sign-wise? Libra? Mm -hmm. I would just say somebody who can be... Because Libra, if I may, like, read a little bit more into the signs than necessarily what I know about, about me? you. Yeah. Um, Libra's all about the balance, you know, because they're the scales. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for me, because I dated a Libra, too. Gemini's and Libra's, crazy compatible. I think it's just about balancing all the different aspects of your life. I think that Libra's are also very independent, too, like, low-key. And I think that you need to have kind of those two different things where you can be your own type of person, and also be in this relationship, I guess. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't want to sacrifice any of the things I have going on. Exactly. But I have a lot of time where I would love to fit you in. And mm-hmm. I I mean, like, hey, Matt, I can't hang outside. I'm hanging out with placeholder. Yeah, exactly. Like, placeholder. <laughs> that's, that's my that's favorite term. I like that a lot. And, um, like, I, I just, like, in an, in an effort to better myself, I've, like, double slash tripled my time at the gym. Yeah. And so, like, I would not want that to go away. I want that to very much stay and, like... But I think the big thing, and this is this is kind of taking it to a different area, and I really... I, I think I just want to get your opinion, is, like, these past relationships have, have put this severe weight of doubt on the backpack that was, like, self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Like... I think I'm, I like myself. Yeah. And people say you should love yourself. Like, I love the person who said this to me, but fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm not, I, I, even if, even if I wasn't feeling this bad, I'd probably say I like myself. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know. Like, I, I, I accept myself. Yes. And so, like, when someone, when someone kind of goes out of the way to put down yourself. Yeah. Like, that is going to affect you. Because it's such a fragile thing in this world to be yourself. Definitely. Well, and to, I feel like I have this theory about closure and relationships, you know? And, like, because I, I dated this chick one time. It was a while ago. And I remember, like, really wanting closure from her. Why did we not work out as a couple, you know? And then I was talking to somebody in my high school class, and uh, she was talking about how this dude kept falling around asking her why they broke up. And I kind of just turned to her and I was like, dude, like the reason he's so pressed on this answer is because you cannot give him a fulfilling answer. You know, at the end of the day, you broke up with him because he wasn't enough of something. You know, he wasn't funny enough. He wasn't good looking enough. He wasn't an athletic enough. And I think that that's really tough for the person that's getting broken up with because that's really how you have to see it almost. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why we seek closure. Why didn't you continue to talk to me? Am I not like good enough? And I think that my advice would be, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it with like a grain of salt because, and I'll explain why in a moment, Mm -hmm. but I think that you need to better yourself 
introspectively, you know, I don't think that you should seek another relationship as a solution, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of the thing we need to find validation and okay so I'm not validated with this person let me go find another person to validate me mm-hmm. but I do think you kind of need to validate yourself and you don't necessarily do that through anything you know you just have to find yourself because you did have an identity and it got lost with this person for one reason or another and yeah I hate, I hate to admit it but confidence is such a thing for Dudes, especially, you know? Especially in our culture. Yes, especially in our culture. And I was like, how do I not make this one to a gender thing? Because, and the thing is, is like, we don't say, like, that's how we want to be, but that's how it is. That's how we were raised. And so our generation is kind of the spearhead of, like, change. Yeah. But it's hard because it's ingrained in us. For sure. And, too, I, I think that there is almost, like, an unspoken pressure on the dude to make the first move. God damn. Yeah. And you can't do that without confidence, you know? Yes. Now, that being said, so my big advice is find find confidence in yourself. I wrote wrote down uh, rebuild. Yes, the rebuild. Mm -hmm. But, um... I feel like there have been a couple times where I could have been in a relationship, but I didn't want to... And the term that I used was settle, but I don't necessarily think about it like that now. Thinking about it retrospectively, I almost think that I'm too pressed on this idea of I can only find bettering through the self, you know? So I, I, my advice would be figure your shit out to an extent, you know? There is this pressure that I've I've been exploring of, like, because these two people, they made me feel like you have to basically, and I'm paraphrasing, yeah, you yeah. have to be a complete person to be in a relationship. Like, yeah. if you don't have your shit figured out, then you shouldn't be in a relationship. And mm-hmm. on one hand, like, if you're where I am now, a relationship might not be the best thing. Yeah. I've got, I've, I don't think I'm far out from the point where I can start to explore that again, but yeah. just like, let's go to the gym, let's lose, some, let's lose a couple pounds, build some muscle, let's work on some music, let's go through 201, let's do this, let's do that. And then get to a point where it's like, I'm still working on myself yeah. as a human being. But, like, I've fixed these deficits that um, a weak version of me, which does exist and pops up and re-downloads, like, the dating apps. Like, <laughs> that person wants someone else to kind of make it easy. And it's not if, – if I want it to be realistic and good for me, I have to do that work. Yeah. So back to even. And then, you know, I think you'd also subscribe to, like, in a relationship validation is a very important. Yeah. And so, like – but right now, where I'm at, which we're, we're, even's here, and then where I'm at is a little bit below, and then where the range um, that a relationship would give you is like right here. Yeah. They'd have this is normal. This is not. Yeah. Having to pull me back from here, that's that's why I shouldn't, right? Yep. That's exactly right. Nailed it. Nice. As a solution, settle, rebuild. So settling. What do you what do you mean by that? <sighs> so like. I remember I got advice one time that was like, you know, don't waste your time was basically the advice that I was given. And it's like, I'm like, I have such a limited amount of time. I can't afford to waste it. And there have been like a couple chicks now where I've can feel myself on the cusp of a relationship with them. And I'll be like, well, I don't want to waste my time or like whatever manifestation of that Mm -hmm. thought crossed my mind at the time, you know? And I think that that is, like, 
puts a lot of pressure, again, on just meeting someone. And I think that I'm like... Like I said, I compare myself to my brother a lot, and he is so relationship, 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 that I actively am like, if this is not right, I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. you know? And again, that puts a lot of pressure on me and, like, the people that I meet because, like, maybe this could have been something better or maybe you're right, I don't know. But at the same time, you know, it's it's less of an exploring thing, I guess. And um, I think it also... If I'm being realistic with myself, I also think it kind of, like, steals me for being vulnerable. Like, I can do that instead of being vulnerable with this person because I've actually never broken up with a girl. I've always been the broken up-y. On purpose or just by coincidence? Just by coincidence. Oh. Yeah. So you never, like... At at least in, like, long-term-wise... Yeah, that's the same for me. Cause I feel for me, for me, and this is probably unrelated, but for me, it's yeah. like I believe like if I'm with you, like I'm gonna keep working. Yeah. And like, there's no problem we couldn't solve. Like I, I believe problem solver. I believe I could fix yes. any problem. And so like, leaving was never an option until yeah. I kind of got out of that super bad relationship. Paradigm, yeah. And it was just like leaving is an option if you're so unhappy. Cause I was miserable for like. Four months. Yeah. And it was just like, I should have left. And so the the, the the shorter relationship was like, I wanted to leave. I was like, you know what? I'm leaving. Like, yeah. You really, you're these things, but like, you are this thing. And this yeah. thing is making me feel shitty. But she wouldn't let me break up with her because she did it over text before mm. I could like meet up with her. Ooh. So I've also never broken up with another girl. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, For different reasons. Okay. Yeah. If you ask people in my life, I, I sabotage relationships to, so that I don't have to break up with somebody. Which makes it easier. On one hand, I don't believe it, but on the other hand, it makes sense. Of yeah. Because, like, I don't, I don't want to say, like, hey, I don't want to be with you. I'm, I'm so, like, that, that, I don't know if that's typical Libra, but, like, I am, if that is, like, that's what, 100% me. Not yeah. wanting to hurt somebody else. Oh, okay, I see. Putting, putting myself... In the way, taking the taking the blame almost kind of kind of I'm more I'm more apt to take the blame or look like the bad guy so that the other person isn't like he broke up with me and now I'm sad and instead they're like I broke up with him and I'm gonna be better yeah yeah I think if that's true I see what you're saying though um yeah no I had a friend tell me that the reason that I act the way I act in relationships so just to recap been broken up with my entire adult life and then just the past couple years like after I got out of that big big relationship I'm almost like numb myself and always try to remove myself first and I had a friend tell me that's because I'm afraid of getting hurt again Mm -hmm. which is like fair enough and probably true there's probably some truth to it yes but how the hell do I change that Or, or how do I not do that, you well, know? And, and on one hand, like, this whole settling thing resonates with me because, like, like, I went out on a date and I was just like, um, this person didn't, like, have any interest in me. Yeah. And I know that I could get, like, get them to go out with me. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm not going to waste my time. And so for you, I don't know, and I'm sure that there have been, like you said, on the cusp, but mm-hmm. just like, 
to a degree, you have to value yourself and your time. Yeah. And because you have done that successfully, society would sit, look down on you for being gross or whatever. But just yeah. like, you see someone, you're like, I don't see this as worth my time. And I feel like this, this, this being hurt thing might, is an excuse. I feel like if you found someone who you wanted to pursue, that yeah. wouldn't be an issue. You'd be willing to put yourself out there. Well, and two, I think, like, again, comparing myself to my brother and having my friends who are in relationships, I do feel like that's, like, life's point, you know? Relationships? Like, yeah, you have to be in a relationship to be happy. And that's so, like... 1990s? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, and I can't get out of it because at the end of the day, I don't want to, like... I don't want to die alone, you know? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I'm kind of like, do keep feeling myself getting to this point where I'm like, you know, I don't want to settle. No. Well, I mean, I think I'm going to echo your point here. Like, I um, I can be alone. Yeah. I don't like to. I like, I've been in romantic relationships that are very fulfilling to me. And like, I want that. Yeah. But I want it to work with who I am now, where I am now. And yeah. That's basically, in my opinion, exactly what you said. Like, we can, we can be, you, you've been a single man for as long as you have. Oh, yep. I'm sure you haven't been totally happy with it. And yeah. you want, because you, you, you want to be in a relationship. And, like, I want to be in a relationship, but, like, it's hard and to it's find. And it's totally just, like, good and, good and bad things about it, you mm-hmm. know? Um, do I have all the time that I want at the moment? Yes. A little too much time. A little too much time. Um, would I like to have a regular sexual partner? Yeah, yeah, obviously. So it's just as, like, good and bad things. And I think, um, I don't know, like you said, yeah, like, so I go out on these dates, and I'm like, wow, I'm not, like, hitting it off with this person. Like, what is, I'm not going to hit them up again, you know? And again, that just is a lot of, like, pressure. A lot of pressure, and especially because a lot of, like, women our age, still kind of operate under the idea of, like, you have to impress me or something like that. Yeah. And it's just, like, I, the day I went on, I could just feel her, like, like one of the first things she led with was she talked a lot about her past relationship. Yeah. Which... Uh, Is that, like, a red flag to you, I feel like? On one hand, I love talking about relationships. Yeah. And I feel like I am because of what I went through. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm also really quick to say, like, my first answer is, that's a red flag. Yeah. But my, what I want to say is, okay, well, let's just, like, let's just, what, what happens if I pull the flag away? I mean, it's still there. I still have the flag. But what happens if I look at it just without the flag? Just yeah. see how the rest of it went. And so like, I try to, was I try to. Was it still a good conversation? Or was, did she just want to vent about? It seemed like she wanted to boyfriend. vent about it. And it was just, like, it, it, was, it was off-putting. But, again, give her the benefit of the doubt. Take that flag away. Yeah. Take all four of the, like, 400 of those flags and just, like, <laughs> get them out. So, like, but then, like, the first thing she led with was, like, I don't know, I just want a manly man. And I'm like, I'm secure in my masculinity. I am yeah. what I am. I am not a manly man. Like, I'm I don't I don't I'm not a manly man. I don't know what that means. Like I want to be a It's twenty seventeen. That yeah. doesn't mean what it meant. And that what it meant is the only definition I have. And if you want that, you gotta get a time machine because yeah. that doesn't exist. Like, or you gotta go like on a farmersonly.com or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, like I, I, oh, my image of a manly man is like very Ernest Hemingway represses emotions is like the big mm-hmm. thing. Uh, 
Yeah, that's like about it. Like um, you're pre- and, and all the tropes that go along with yeah, pressing like, emotions. Like, like hairy and, and muscular and works with his hands. And, and over six five. Yeah. Typical and, typical things. Exactly. And it's just that that to me that, that, that completely like seemed to violate like one of the four pillars, acceptance. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You can see what I am. I am not a manly yeah. man. Like I'm not an alpha. This is this is as good as it gets. <laughs> I'm touching my beard. Like this is this is this is me on a good day, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that was a big thing. But then like She sounds like she sucks. She kinda who, sucks. Who says all I want is a manly man. Like, nobody says and that. And then she proceeded to list off all these other things that yeah. she wanted. And then she got to me, and I just didn't know what to say. I, I just dropped the four pillars. I was like, this, yeah. is, this is all I want. I want someone who loves me, wants me, supports me, and accepts me. And I feel like the rest is negotiable. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you do. Um, I'd like you to be my version of attractive. Um, that's, that, but that's how, that, that, that's yeah. how a relationship works. You have to be attracted yeah. to the other person. And so like, and then, uh, I, I talked about myself a little bit cause it's hard. It, I don't like talking about myself cause it sounds like bragging, but yeah. like you have to talk cause someone's going to learn about you. The humbleness going back to that. I feel like what you were saying earlier. So I decided to drop that. I do a podcast. Yeah. No reaction. No reaction to the improv. No reaction to the music. I was like. So then I made a joke. I was like, because I move a lot. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in transition. Like, what, what, I did this when I was in transition. And she's like, between states, right? I'm like, no, female to male. <laughs> Just as like a, a wisecracking joke. joke yeah. And she like, she like looked at me. Okay. Like, totally willing to accept it. And well, I was clearly like judgmental of it though, right? Very judgmental and like, afterwards I was like, I got you. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, it, it, just, it just was, it was, all of that put together was just yeah. like, I have no interest, like, I'm a lonely person, and I'm not texting you, someone who I know would text me yeah. back if I did. Like, that says something. Well, and I think it has to do with standards, you know? If I just want to be with a warm body, I could probably make it happen, you know? I like how that's the time when you pull back. What do you mean? When it comes to, like, your art yourself you're like I'm this and then you're like if I want a warm body eh, probably well and it goes back to the ego you know mm-hmm. but I, I like good looking guys and I like that that's where I like that I'm grouped with you yeah. I like that that's where that's where your ego is is checked a little harder yes because it's an instance where and I'm not talking about sexually just with 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 uh, people you want to be in with in either way yeah like that's something that you haven't necessarily had a lot of success in and I'm not like judging or anything but just like you're here now and you're single so like yeah. you're gonna have those thoughts and judgments if and I was successful I would be with someone like, right now yeah you'd be like I could totally find someone to be with yeah but I'm happy with who I am or something like that well and um man yeah dating is just tough that's all I have to say because it's it's just there's so many levels to it and I think that I I am on the Tinder now. Yep. You know, you got I, you got to be because if you're not doing anything, you're like, well, I'm I go to work and I go home and I don't have any chances to meet people. Yeah. And also, I have just, I have like a moderate social life, but it's not like one where I'm like meeting a girl every single day. You know. Or even tempted to meet someone new. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because. Yeah. And um. And then you know, what are the odds that that someone's gonna be? compatible with you but also in a space where they're interested in you mm-hmm. forget it 
Well, and it's funny, too, because when I was younger, and I don't know if I've gotten away from this, but just through our conversation right now, I've been, like, thinking about it, that, like, when I was younger, as I would get to know someone more is when I would be more attracted to them. Yep, 100%. So it's interesting now that I'm almost sort of, like, doing the opposite or something, where I'm, like... Facing off attraction? Yeah, well, and, and like, just... I'm meeting you right off the bat. Uh, we're having a, a good to moderately pretty good date, you know? But mm-hmm. then, whoa, I don't want to settle, you know? Let me, like, pull back a little bit and, like, put up more barriers. You say settle again. What do you mean? Just, like... Commit. It sounds like you're saying I don't want to commit. And that that is definitely part of it. And maybe it's just the language in my head, like, settling. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Makes it sound like I'm stooping or, like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, you know, I'm just defaulting into this relationship. I didn't... I didn't, you know, go out there and, like, find my queen bee, you know? I'm just, this This is who I am with right now, so this will work for the next couple months. Yeah, and I, I guess I get what you're saying, because, like, but at the same time, it's like, if you feel that way, mm-hmm. and I felt that way, it's like, well, this probably isn't, like, a good relationship. Though. Yeah. Like, there's, they're not wowing you. Like, you just know, like, they like me enough, and I like them enough to the point where we could date yeah. And it's like... Well, and that's what I go back to. I'm like, you had that thought, there's probably something to it. I just think, because I've been in that relationship so many times, having been in a lot of relationships, and I've, I've listened to, like, a couple of different podcasts, and they'll have people on who are just, like, like, legitimately perfect together, and it's just, like, I think what you and I are looking for is someone who is, like... Because you and I believe we can show a genuine interest in yeah. somebody or something, and so when you go on these dates, this girl's like, "Well, this is who I am," and it's like, "Okay, cool. Like, yeah. you're you're cool. <clears throat> I'm not gonna. I can't argue that because you are a cool person. But like, having someone show a genuine, in, a female showing a genuine interest in a male mm-hmm. is so rare, <clears throat> to the point where I feel like that's what I'm looking for. It's just like. Because I feel like if you if, if I can meet someone like that, yeah. they're going to probably check all the boxes. Yeah, definitely. And if they're if not, they they're going to make up for whatever they can't check. And I was just going to say that a couple minutes ago, that I, I feel like if I check a box hard enough, I could make them work. But the thing is, is is that in that in that instance you're talking about just now, that's kind of like a settling, like, I can... I can I could work this around yeah. to get a passing grade, but like a passing grade. But like the, one of the big checks, and maybe it's like for uh, whatever uh, enough percentage just to make it always an F. Like is someone who has a genuine interest in us, and our things, and like <laughs> I say things, I mean like our no, I know what you mean. Yeah, not like so, genitals or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like that you were um, But just like I feel like that that's a thing. That's a real thing that doesn't exist because guys in today's age are so desperate. I went out yeah. with a girl who had over 800 matches on Tinder, and I'm sitting here with 30, and it's just like, well, you could be with any person, and, like, she never, like, we never talked again, but, like, yeah. it's just, like, in a situation where someone, like, genuinely wants you, and you, so you like them, mm-hmm. the difference between this girl you're settling with and the girl who you were looking for is this genuine want of you and the way that they express it. Yeah. I feel like that's true. If, you, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm off, then you, you call me out. Like, tell me. No, I don't think you're off. I mean, um, of, course, of course you want that. Right. But I feel like that's the thing that separates you settling from you, like, this is where I want to be. Because someone else is, uh, is it's like an, any kind of collaboration or partnership. Mm. If you're the only one who's excited about it, and yeah. they're, even if they're just like, well, I'm here, I'm doing it, it's just like, 
not good enough. Yeah. Because I want someone who's just as passionate about this project as I am, whether it's a relationship oh, yeah. or or anything. For sure. And so, like that to me is what makes it. I, that's why I didn't call her because she didn't seem excited at all. She didn't like laugh at a single thing mm. I said or like show interest. Like, oh, you do like this. Like, let me ask you about it. Like, that's one of my favorite things. Well, to and I think right there you're putting some ego into it because you're like, my jokes are laughable, you know? Well, of course. I mean, ego... But, we, but like, I'm saying that's positive, you know? Yeah. And I think you should... Self-worth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I think, um... Yeah, and I think about it, too, as a teacher a lot because I just... I gotta say, as a high school teacher, I like... Some of the worst people I've ever met have been high school boys. You know? <laughs> and of course they can get dates because they're just have the confidence to do so, you know? And I think about that a lot because like growing up, th- this this is the the boys they're around, you know, they're like shitty and need attention and they're just just not good at conversation, mm-hmm. you know? And I think um yeah, I don't know. I guess I just think about that as far as, like, a gender thing. because you Wait, said What you come up with? The, Sorry, go, go ahead. Well, because you said the thing about, like, at, at least in my opinion, I think that it's easier for a girl to meet a dude. Mm-hmm. Now, that's obviously debatable, but I just think that there's so many more women of worth than there are dudes, you know? Ooh, I, I feel if, like... If I can take that stance, that's how I feel. That's... A, I, I I don't think I can argue against that stance. Yeah. Because it's like, there are, I mean, no one's saying that every woman's perfect, and no one's saying everything's no, coming, no, 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 but the, yeah. the, the, there are, there, ha- there have to be more, like, gross dudes. Yes. For sure. What was the word you used? Oh, shitty? Yeah. Shitty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would say the shittiest dude is, like, head and shoulders worse than the shittiest chick, you know? And, uh, and I know that's a super big generalization, but I do think about it, you know? Just just looking at, like, specifically and only looking at how you were, how people who are our age were yeah. raised, the time period, the social things, like, there's no way that that's not the case. Psychologically yeah. speaking, you put that much pressure on people to be a certain way, yeah. like... Like, and uh, there are so many women who have, like, deal with, like, body issues because, yeah. like, they weren't this. And, like, guys feel it, too, and people don't realize that or people do realize that or whatever. But just, like... People may or may not realize it. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, there's, there, there's physical and there's mental standards put on men and women. The thing is, is... Mm, yeah, I don't really maybe know how to... Maybe it's that men have to do deal with them, but they deal with them less or something or well, the thing the, the the big standard i think and i'm not trying to take away from the plot of women they've been through a lot right but yeah. just like in this specific topic of conversation like the they dating had, the dating world dating yes. dating heterosexual dating for sure men especially nice like you you would rarely find a woman who would ask a man out i 90 10 no no i'm with you man and i and i have to say but like, that's the influence yes and um I do feel like it's a subtle pressure that dudes have to deal with. That being said, I do just want to, like, really quickly, like, just establish that, like, yes, we have to deal with dating is tough. Oh, man. You know, and women get paid way less than men on average. And deal with a lot more sexism. Yes. 
So like we we can we we are both woke here. We are just trying to approach this as a yeah. dialogue. To help I, I just ourselves wanted to like grow. establish that. Of course, one hundred percent. You have you know, to. You have it's, to. It's, a, it's a it's a trade off there, but um, but no, yeah, I think uh, and and as somebody who tries to distance myself from like the hyper masculine alpha male you were talking about, I think that that's kind of another level that I have to like wade through where like I do want to be a f- I, I am a feminist and I and I want to you know be equal opportunity but then I also have to be part of me kind of has to be like a confident enough to <coughs> approach you know yeah like I, I can't talk to women in public because I'm tough. so worried about like consent and like yeah. all these all these other factors of just like and I'm sure, like, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of getting rejected or, like, whatever. But Definitely. Just, but just, like, in general, it's just, like, I don't know if they want to talk to me. Yeah. Probably don't. Probably no don't. No offense. No, and it's not even a thing. Like, you've been intended, you're like, I'm wasting that swipe, right? Like, yeah. They'll never swipe. Well, I think that's interesting because I have, oh, I have okay. a teacher friend who's, she's in her 30s, and she's actually dating right now, but um, we were talking about it, and I think that... um. What was I going to say with that? Um, I said wasted swipe and you... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And I just said that I feel like Tinder is becoming such a thing because um, there's so much pressure in social situations. I don't want to approach this woman because I don't want to... I don't, I don't want to be a creep. I don't want to be the catcalling dude. I yep. so unbelievably don't want to be that. So mm-hmm. that's why I think that t- Tinder is such a thing because it's... It's that little yeah. thing compartmentalized. If both people swipe, then that you have consent to talk. Yeah, exactly. I do that with okay, Cupid too. If you both star, then I have. In my mind, I mean, I, I, if, I could message if I want to, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's it. I feel a lot better messaging if I have. Yeah. That and whether it's like consent straight up or whatever, but just in my opinion, it's just like interest, and that yeah. kind of ties back to the thing I, I mentioned, like, if I know that you want to talk to me, like, we're going to have a good conversation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's like, because, uh, so, I'm, sh- the the ratio that guys message girls, then girls message guys, there's no, there is no way that it is not skewed heavily in one direction. Uh, yeah, for sure. And so, like, for me, it's like, if a girl wants to talk to me, that's appealing. And that's why dating apps, to me, are a waste of time, because it's like, you never... A girl's never going to see my worth on a dating app. Yeah. You still try them because they make you feel better or whatever it is. You're putting yourself out there. But, like... Well, it's easier. It's easier. It's easier. Because, like, it's like... How do I meet me, people? It's the end of the day is, like, where can I go that I can find the most amount of people to meet? Well, a dating app. I don't even have to leave my couch. I'm just chilling right now. Mm-hmm. You know? And, um... No, and as much as it, it pains me, like, meeting people is so difficult. It takes the pain out of that... I don't know. That being said, I did prime myself when I met a girl in real life. You know? What do you mean? Well, because, uh... So I met a girl not on Tinder, and that's... I was like, nice. Mm-hmm. You know? Little... Oh, okay. So, so that, that was, that was my, my successful relationship. The one that made me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, we met in real life. Oh, tight. The only one, the only relationship out of high school... That I've met in real life. Okay. Every other one has been, like, on an app. Yeah. And there have been, like, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Small or big. And so, like, she genuinely wanted to, like, talk to me. And so I have going, thinking that, like, of course, 
the only person who's going to genuinely have that reaction to me, like, you're great, I want to, like, be around you, like, yeah. is if they meet me in person and see, like, what I have to give. Yeah. <clears throat> and they like what I have to give. For sure. But that's hard to do. It's just, like, you know, like, what? where am I going to go? Yeah. And where, where are you going to go that all people also want to meet you? Where are you going to go that the kind of person you want to meet? Because I'm like, not, I'm sorry, I'm not, I just, maybe it is a confidence thing, but I'm not going to a bar to meet a girl. You know, I just have overheard too many conversations that have made me uncomfortable just like listening to them. Mm-hmm. So and I just I so unbelievably do not want to be that dude. I think the I think the best way, you know, people have like friends first, but just like getting having hang out people and having someone see you how you are as a person. Yeah. Like this is how I am around my friends. And they're like, hey, like, let's let's have a talk. Let's have a more intimate conversation. Yes. And then like. You see, like, hey, is this is this a thing? And, like, go from there. But just, like, I feel like that's the best way to, like, get into, like, a relationship that's actually going to be healthy and good for you is to, like, approach it in a way that you see who I am. This yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, just, like, being able to express attraction. What do you mean? Like, like, what do I mean? I guess... If I meet a girl who's, like, a mutual friend or something like that, and me talking to that friend and being like, hey, like, you, that chick you introduced me to, so-and-so is really cute, or something like that, I feel like even that is almost, has a level of vulnerability and is tough for me. Oh, yeah. You know? 100%. Because if they, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. I I agree, but it's just like, um, you know, it's like... Oh, she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Vulnerable. You you put yourself out there and got shut down. Yeah. In a way that's like, I get it, but like, fuck. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, like, I talked to my, I talked to Matthew about this and it was like, the only way you can get set up is if your friend says, I want to set you up. Yeah. You cannot ask because it will never work. No. And that already, yeah, the setup, the setup, it's tough. And, um, and to going back to the, uh, like, closure thing, you know, if you... Are like, hey, uh, I liked that girl you introduced me to the other night. And then you like, oh, okay, I'll text her for you. And then you don't hear back. Or even she's like, hey, no, he was gross. I don't want to talk to that dude. <laughs> that's like, oh, damn. <laughs> it's weird. It's, yeah. So I, I, that's why for me it's just like letting someone see who you are and then they say like, hey, I want to hang out with you. Yeah. That's something that we've established is very rare because it's the way people are brought up socially. Yeah. But just, like, it's rare. That's rare, but then the existence of that around you enough to where that, that would happen is even mm-hmm. more rare. Increasingly rare. The situation rare. that you can be in mm-hmm. in order for that to happen is super rare, yeah. And so, like, so, so what do we do? We, we've, I, in my mind, that's, the, uh, that's how I'm going to be in a successful yeah. relationship. Otherwise, it's just going to be, like, me... Not feeling welcome to share my silliness. Yeah. Like, dancing in the car or whatever. It's like, <laughs> silly things like that, like, when you're, like, yeah. when you are yourself around your partner. Mm-hmm. Kind of, that, that kind of mental process. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to think the best, like, w- the, the, the pinnacle, the, like, goal for a relationship that I was in when I was younger was we can just be with one another, you know? Mm-hmm. And just, like, you know, you can be doing homework or some bullshit you can be doing your thing and I'll be over here doing my thing and that can be enough you know and I feel like that's like idealized in my mind but like kinda 
I still see some worth in that, you know. I mean, yes. I don't know. My my more idealized version has always has been like not need need not needing but wanting. Yeah. So like, I guess mine goes in a different direction where it's like. We didn't hang out, but she drives to stay over because she just wants to be yeah. there. Or like, um, I don't know, the, the idea of like, hey, can I come? The thing is, is and this this might be a little more of a thought out thought. For me, I'm always kind of putting myself out there in these weird situations socially that I feel like people are not used to seeing. For example, like Matthew's coming over to hang out one day and I'm just like, I'm, I went to the gym. I'm like, I'm going to shower. Let yourself in. No, yeah. no worries. To some people, that's weird. And he's yeah. like, I'll just, just text me when you're out of the shower. And I'm like, yeah. okay, fine, whatever. Like, not a big yeah. deal. But just for me, like, that's that's a way of, like, putting yourself out there. Like, I'll get dressed and they'll come out. Like, it'll be fine. It'll, be, it'll save time. And, like, someone who can do that, put themselves out in just, like, a, a weird situation mm-hmm. that is normal to them. Yeah. I feel like that's more of an idealized version yeah. of what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, so, like, can, can I come over and do homework at your place? Yeah. Like, that's a weird, if I ask that question to most people, they'd be like, no, like, do homework at your Get place. Out of here, yeah. But, like, having someone... Go to Starbucks, like a normal person. Exactly. But, like, being in a relationship where you're, like, um, I'm I'm playing guitar. Like, yeah, I'm just playing guitar. Come on over. Yeah. And we'll be there. And then when we're done, like, then we, we can do whatever. Like, that, that, like that, that is what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um... With my weird thought added to it. Well, and I think, I think you have to, um... I think, like, putting yourself out there is, like such an important part of being human, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, if you are just going to be guarded and shielded for everything that you do, well, okay, that's going to be a shitty existence, you know? And um, and, and then, like, meet the students who have these, like, genuine naked interests for, you know, uh, I don't know, coding or they love, like, renaissance something or they're really into like medieval literature or something and and it's like I want to be like like keep that you know because like I feel like everybody is so defensive all the time of all their interests you know and it's cool when I'm like you're you're going to grow up and have an awesome identity so just suffer through this okay <laughs> but um no it's so interesting I don't know I feel like that's a that's a big thing being yeah, being vulnerable it's just like It's, I feel like it is very subjective. Yes. And for me, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, what, for me, would be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. Well, if you're actively trying to be vulnerable, it, it is tough. Well, not, not necessarily actively I, trying. But I, but I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, what Actively is, trying to not be not. Right. Like, what is an organic way for me to put myself in a situation where I am vulnerable? I will say this though, because like if I'm if I am being guarded, that's me being natural. Yeah. So you have to kind of take this. Not I see what you're saying. Thing. You have to take. You have to step out of your comfort zone. To yeah. Because like, I'm not vulnerable to every single person I meet. That's not no. a natural. Like one of my favorite things, like doing the show, like I'm I I try to be as vulnerable as possible, and like when I when I meet when I'm with friends, like yeah, I'll be vulnerable. Like yeah. I, no problem talking about, like, whatever, whatever, anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, which I think with strangers is kind of where it kind of turns into a different thing. Yeah. Right? No, for sure, for sure. And then you get the strangers who are, like, you're like, whoa, you're a little too vulnerable right now. What's going on there? Yeah, you and know? they come across as, like, desperate and all this stuff. 
And then you totally, like, work that into your cognitive schema, and you're like, well, I don't want to come off as desperate next time, you know? Maybe I'll try to be a little bit more guarded. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I went through that with my relationships where it was just like, I was, I, I think I was a very healthy amount of vulnerable, and I've had friends, like, back me up, and, like, it's nice, I just want to make sure I know the truth. Yeah. But, like, these two girls, these two women and girls, whatever, like, they were, like... I hate that it's two girls, too. It's not like just that one time, yeah. you know, because that's almost contra-validating in a way. Yeah, because the, the, like, the relationship, the two and a half year ended last summer. Very amicable. We're still very close. She's actually, oh, like, cool. very, okay. like, we talk, like, daily, not daily, but we, when I was going through some stuff, we talked a lot. Like, she's nice. very helpful. And so, like, I was just, like, you know, feeling very invalidated as a, as a, as a person, like, the way I approach these relationships. And it was only through talking with her, uh, her name's Nicole, like, she was like, no, 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 you're great. Don't change anything. Like, yeah. you, were, you and I had a really good relationship. They were just bad for you. Yeah. And that's where I got the term, like, the idea, like, they, oh, they were just bad for me. It was just, like, they just didn't like what I was cooking. Yeah. Some people do like that. They just so happen to not. And the reason that, that we were in this relationship where they didn't like what I was cooking was because we met on an app. Mm. And they didn't see, they didn't have a chance to, like, look at the menu. Know who you were. They were, like, they walked into the restaurant. Yeah. I'm, I, I like, like this metaphor a yeah, lot. Yeah, metaphors are my thing. I'll, I'll go all in. But, like, with Nicole, like, um, when Nicole first met me, she didn't like me. Mm-hmm. So that was an asshole. Hell yeah. And so, like, she's like, I don't know, I'm not, I'll never eat there. Uh, and then I saw her out one night. And then night. she got a different Yelp review. Yeah, or, like, the, we, we released a new menu or something. Uh, and she's like, she saw me out. I was working, because we worked together. We were pedicabbers. Oh, okay. And so she saw me out when she was out. Um, this was in New Orleans. And so, like, she saw me out. She's like, hey, like, send me a message on Facebook. And I was like, okay. So I did, and we ended up texting, talking, and it was fun. And it was just, like, she accepted, like, the silliness. Like, I remember we would just text these. This was, um... 2013, so this is when memes were just considered funny pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were texting those back and forth, and I remember she sent me one of just, like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was, like, a bride, and she was trying to pick, like, which giant dildo she wanted. <laughs> and I was like, well, this girl's hilarious. Like, this yeah. is so funny. And it's like, it was just joy. There was always, always just, just good things, and, like, yeah, she yeah, knew yeah, what yeah. she was getting into, like, every step of the way. Whereas these other relationships, like, the first time you go... Do you feel like you can't do that in dating apps, though? No. You don't feel like. I don't feel like. Like, one of my favorite things to do on the dating apps, because there are times where I will get a lot of matches. I'll yeah. have, like, 30 matches. Totally. But that's, you know, I don't, I don't want to oversell or undersell, but let's say I have 30 matches, and I just, like, I found, and this sounds gross, but this is normal. Everybody does this. I've picked out the ones who I feel like I may be more attracted to or based Definitely. on based on whatever, that, attracted not necessarily just, like, physical, but, like, mental. Like, I've messaged them when I want to message them, and yes. then I'm left with, like, 15, and I'll just send them, like, What's a, what's a really weird question that I can ask? And so I'll ask like, the weirdest question. Like, if you were to design the album cover to Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch's revival album, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And I send that out, and it never, ever works. Ever works. Mm-hmm. I asked, um, I just, like, one guy asked a crazy question, and this girl's like, what? And I was like, I asked you a very silly, fun question. Yeah. Like, like, and so, like, for me, like, that's myself. That's, I love being silly. I love having fun. It's just yeah. like, if you can't even play long enough to, like, let me get out one dumb question. Yeah. Have fun. Like, But is that the venue for a silly question? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But like, I, 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 I think that 
I think that if I were, for example, if I had met Nicole, she would have been like, well, this guy's crazy, but she would have responded. And yeah. she, cause she's, you know, more of a positive person. And I, that's one of the reasons why I'm like against apps is cause it's just like less connection for sure. Yeah. And because I, like, you, you know, I, I've met chicks who are silly, but it's definitely is more, more, more of a gradual process, you know? I mean, or I feel like that's that's a good opener. Yeah. Like, first I would. You, you just pumped on that Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch thing. I mean, it's a good whatever. <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise. I think, uh, but just like just the idea of like that's me being me. Just like yeah. I got nothing to. Well, let's just say this: the picture is five selfies and no bio. Yeah. What do you say to that? Hey. No, yeah. you ask them the stupid question because their profile is is it's, a reflection of the. Co- yeah, it's totally. stupid. Like you don't put it like, and that's why. I like, like, okay, keep it a lot better because it's like you have a profile to judge somebody off of. And, like, if they don't have a lot put in there, that means that they don't, they're not taking this as serious. As seriously, yeah. And, like, that's that's one thing to judge and weigh against other things. But well, just, and I've heard that that's, like, um, that is, like, how people get into the dating app to begin with. Like, a lot of people will just make it as a joke and be, like, to make fun of people. Like, ew, look at this jagoff. Look, look at this jagoff. And that, that's really, like, Oh, wait, this jagoff is kind of cute. <laughs> and then you're in, you know. That's interesting. That, I mean, maybe I don't know. That's why with with all these things, I just try to make sure that I'm being myself. Yeah. And even even through like the confidence issues that I've been having, it's just like I know that I like myself. I'm going to do everything I can to stick to that. And if I'm feeling vulnerable, which I am in certain areas, like let's just work to improve that. Let's better myself. It's it's all been a very positive experience. Yeah. And so for me, it's just been like delete the apps. And then when I'm having a bad day, or I'm like re-download them. Yeah, I also think because uh, I'm kind of I'm getting that you're in a little bit of a fragile place right now. Maybe I I, I don't think I, I'm at liberty to like determine that. Yeah, like, until you're like more removed from your own and situation. I'm very not removed. Well, and I think it kind of goes back to this rebuilding thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you spend a lot of time building up your identity, and it can take just one person to really, like, smack it all down, that, mm-hmm. all that work, you know? Also, I'm, I've subscribed to the idea that on one hand, yes, I need to like myself, mm-hmm. but, like, whether or not, like, I'm never going to be the person who's, I never need any validation. Yeah. I need, I need outside validation. Definitely. Because feeling like you bother people or, like, people don't like you, like, that has an effect. And it's just I, like, can't, I can't be that annoying person, you know? I don't want, I don't, I don't want to be that, but I also don't think that I am that. I think that they're yeah. wrong. And it's hard, it's just like, it's this whole, like, mental game. It's like, logically, I'm good, I'm going to be myself, and I'm going to be happy. Yeah. But emotionally and logically at times, it's just like, you just get in your head. Yeah, and I'm I'm good at that, and so like that's one of the things that I think a partner would be somebody a partner like just in, a partner not even in, in terms of, a, of like a romantic relationship, but just like someone who's like get out of your head, like, yeah. everything's good. And the thing is, is that's what you get from a romantic partner. Like that's the person who fits that role. Yeah. Yeah. This is like interesting. So we started talking about this because dating another creative. Yep. And I, I was just about to ask, like, what to you is your biggest red flag? Or do you have a big red flag? I think I have a bunch of big red flags. I think that's... And that's kind of one of the things I was actually thinking about was just, like, someone who... Like, with Nicole, like, when we were, like, messaging funny pictures, like, that was fun. Like, yeah. I want to be with someone who's fun. Like, 
um, with the, the two girls I was dating, like, I couldn't have fun. I couldn't be myself. Whether or not they have the same sense of humor as me doesn't matter. The point is I didn't have, I didn't have a safe space to be myself. Yeah. And I think I have a sense of humor that can, it's appropriate for anybody. It's just being allowed to just be fun. And, like, whenever I was with the one girl, she was like, are you performing for me right now? And I'm like, no, I'm just trying to, like, laugh at the silly menus or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And I was just like, this is, it's toxic at this point. It's just like, I can't, I'm drowning because you, like, I don't have a place to breathe. Yeah. And so, like, the biggest red flag for me is, like, that. Like, can you have fun? Can you laugh? Yeah. Can I laugh with you? Like, you don't have to be improv comedian. You just have to be someone who's, like, you're silly, and I love that about you. Yeah. Not, like, you're silly. Tone it down. Like, I Dude, chill out. Like, like, the second girl would just roll her eyes at me all the time. I was just, like... That that this is this is me. This is yeah. quintessential. Like this is You're who I am. In my existence right now. Exactly. Like this is this is the the core of me is like lighthearted optimism. Let's have fun. Yeah. Let's like like life is fun. Like why did I cross out not on this one but on this one? Like that's to me that's something silly and just like I can make a joke about that or something like well, that. Well, I'm glad you have a core though. Can I just say I think that that identity is important. Yes, and thank you. But for, I guess for me, that's no big accomplishment. Because I feel like I've right. had that, and like that's... While that is something that a lot of people might, may, may not have, or... Well, I, I feel like I don't really have it. You, you don't know? feel like you have one? No, I feel like my core is wanting like intellectual conversation, and like, what is that? That's not... Okay. I think you just want someone who can keep up. Yeah. You want someone who's, who's, who's... You've worked as hard as you have to get to where you are, and you want someone who has also worked hard to get to where they are, and yeah. you're like... They don't have to be in the creative writing. They don't have to be into this or that or that. They just have to be somebody who can say like who can keep up with with yeah. you because you are someone who's who's moving quick, who's who's getting things going. Who wants to just I don't know. I, I feel like I want the same thing. I want yeah. someone who can keep up with me because I've worked to get to the point where I am. Where it's just like I am typically a very confident person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's re- it is really easy for someone to drag me down for sure. And and I don't think that speaks to the lack of confidence that I do have, but it speaks more to the fact that like. You need two legs to walk. Yeah, for I sure. I have the one leg good, and another leg is very fragile. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just, I feel like it's it's less about um, what you think mm-hmm. about yourself and more about what you want from a partner. Does that make sense? Yes. It sounded like nonsense. No, 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 I'm with it. But I am going to get fixated on the, it's not about, or it is what you want about, a, it is what you want from a partner. It's not what you are about, but what you want from someone. Yeah, because I feel like what you're about is what you're about. Like, yes. My, my core, like, I was always a silly person, but it was just masked. And what happened when that was masked, I was miserable. I was yeah. literally unhappy until I wasn't with that person. So, what do you want from... A partner? Yeah. I The the four pillars. Right, right, no, 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 yeah. Love. Okay. I like acceptance. the clarity you've got here. Yeah. Well, I remember because it's law, the laws. I used to call them the laws, but it sounds like gross. It yeah. The four pillars. Things that I think that would help keep a relationship on. Love, acceptance, want, and support. And I'm sure that the, maybe one else could be... I'm sure I'm, maybe I'm missing something, but like... Again, those four things are what I was missing. I feel like I was missing in my past relationships. Mm-hmm. Communication's big, but just like if I feel accepted, then I feel like okay, you accept me. I'm mm-hmm. safe here. If I feel loved, then I feel like you not only accept those things about me, but you like and or love most things about me 
not only am I safe, but I'm wanted here mm-hmm. and then supported. Like, whatever I try to do, whatever is happening, like, I have the support of my partner. Yeah. And I feel like it doesn't get bigger than... I mean, again, like, want and love can kind of be, like... But I feel like they, they, they are different. And maybe I can't articulate it, but... No, <laughs> no I feel like they are different. And so those... The, I want to be desired, you know? Wanted. Is, yeah. yeah. But, but law, lads is less less catchy. Yeah. Laws. The four laws of being with <laughs> Oh, I, okay. That's really <laughs> funny. Um, no, now, see, now I'm trying to figure out what I want. Because I feel like uh, I... I, when you were talking about that, I was like, where would mutual interests fall into that? That's something that has come up a lot with people I've dated. And even Nicole, like, one of her first, one of her first issues was like, we don't like any of the same music. And I'm yeah. like, good, well, well, eventually we will. Like, well, and I think it goes back to your acceptance thing, you know? Because I'm not going to be like, what the fuck are you listening? What is that shit? Turn that ignorant shit off or something like yeah, that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I, acceptance... Is, is kind of the big thing where it's just like when you think about mutual interest it's like for example just to kind of because we talked if you and I were to date yeah I accept that you're a writer mm-hmm. and I'm going to show interest in your interest yes we don't do the same thing but I have interest I would love to show me something that you've written yeah like let me let me look at this well I do think that's interesting because I I, I sense sometimes where it's just like you know, for what whatever, oh, that's just Wade doing that, you know? What, what? Like, oh, man, I'm trying to think of an, a better example than that, you know, like, um, the boyfriend that plays, or the girlfriend, the, the, the partner that plays video games, you know, like, who, and the other person, like, doesn't, you know, and they're just kind of like, oh, they're just... They're just doing that thing. Like it's not it's not an understanding of why they enjoy it. Oh, it's just it's like, almost like a condescension, like mm-hmm. they're just they're just doing wasting that thing time on it. video games when really like they're playing with their friends who live all over the, the nation. Yeah. And it's, or it's, like it's, they're they're immersed in the story or, or the puzzles or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. There's there's a reason that they enjoy that support. Specific. Exactly. Exactly. So, and so like even like accept that you're you you are you like what you like and mm-hmm. support that you like what they like. Like yeah. for example, like I'd want to learn like what what do you like about this? Like what what started it all? Yeah. And like I've done that I've tried to do that with with different in relationships and like mm-hmm. you know, like showing interest is like if 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 someone shows interest, they're trying to get mutual interest. Yes. And so like, I hold that, that. That's why I said if you have the four pillars, I think everything else is negotiable. I don't care what you do, what you're into. Yeah. Realistically, I do care that you have some kind of passion that is separate from me. I would per yeah. Because I've been I've been that person in a relationship that has nothing else going on, and you're just like. And and I know that she was just like, go fucking do something, yeah, like go get fulfilled. Go, bro. yeah, exactly. I I can't fulfill, and the, I don't. I yes, she was bad for me, but I was also bad for her. Like we yeah. have we have agreed that we were bad for each other. Like for we can't sure. talk. So like I definitely don't want to put it all on her, but just like in general, like as long as they have something. Yeah, I don't care what it is. Well, you don't want the relationship to be a crutch no. for. What am I doing at parties? Oh, I'm talking to my girlfriend. Um, what am I doing? In the evening, oh, I'm talking to my girlfriend, you know, like, I, I want to be with some, and see, this is, this is what I say, but mm-hmm. I need to kind of, like, unpack it. I want somebody to push me to do what I want to do, you Wade, know? I love you, but you need to go right. You haven't written yeah, in three go, days. Yeah, go, go right, Wade. Or, like, you, you were supposed to go to the gym today, and you didn't go. Yeah. You closed it in two hours, go now. 
Someone, but that, that's not just someone to babysit, but just yeah. like someone, but someone, and, 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 and I do, and I, I like that you kind of like pinpointed like the problematicness about that. There's, there's a, there's an area somewhere between those two things. The healthy, yeah. the healthy spot is what we're talking about. I just need somebody to not be okay with eating pasta and watching Netflix every night or so, so, something like that. You know, like I, I don't want them to but play into my routine. Someone bettering themselves. I think that yes. that's the thought I had and got away from. Like someone like. Hey, like I'll see you tonight, but I really I just gotta go to the gym. Yeah. I I like it's not like I like you can say you can stay in bed. I'm gonna go for a run. Yeah, I'll be back. We'll go get coffee. Like yeah. them better than those. You you would say to yourself like, they don't need me all around. They want me. They don't need me to live their life, mm-hmm. and I don't need them. I want them. So then you guys have coffee. And you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go do my thing. Yeah. Feeling I think there's a, there's there's a certain level of feeling safe enough to go do those things. Not yeah, like you always yeah, have yeah. to be there. I feel like that's something that is a, well, uh, security for sure. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like and they're, 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 that comes. I think that comes with a level of acceptance and support where it's just like um, feeling like I could go do improv and like okay, have a good day. Yeah, so right, like, you got it. Are you, you're gonna be on stage. Like I'll be there. Yeah. And just like feeling like a very healthy, a very healthy place in between those three points that we listed. I think yeah. it leans more towards the last thing I said, but just like in general, like finding someone who gives you those four things. And I feel like everything that you could throw at me would be somehow tied. I didn't put a lot of effort, like trying to pinpoint the four things, but no, I think they work. Yeah. They work. And they're very general enough to cover a lot of things. Yeah. Vague enough. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm thinking a lot about like interests recently, just because we were talking about it a moment ago. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it's, interesting that you said the thing about me like writing for a while you know and I think that that like as a creative if I'm like picking my creative thing like like I've done it for this amount of time and I do wonder if the amount of time I've invested in something necessarily like validates it more or less you know what I mean like does to you it, to maybe who? just in general like okay. does the Whatever I produce. Well, like I said, I believe you've reached a level where you've honed your, my, your, your my trade skill. skill. Yeah. And, and I guess I just think it's interesting because I was like, and, and I'll kind of, so I was talking to someone about tattoos the other day and like, I always think it's goofy. Usually I'm not even like comfortable enough to ask somebody about their tattoos because I feel like it's like a weird tattoo culture thing. Like, oh dude, you're asking me about my tattoos. How uncool. But like. Mm-hmm. I do notice that people always do this thing when they're talking about tattoos where it's like, I've I've liked this since I was younger. I did this with my grandpa. Me and my grandma shared this interest. Or it's always something like that. And you're you're like, dude, you have like a skull with like wings on your forearm or something. We like, like that. the sevenfold alive. <laughs> 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 but like, it's, it's just it's interesting that people try to like add that layer to tattoos and like interests in general just like I've always done this you know it's always been a thing in my mind so that's why it's a thing now you know mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm articulating this correctly no I think I'm like, saying so for like me and guitar like when I first started the first three years were probably a lot of like yeah. growth and then I took I don't say take a break I just focused on college and stuff yeah and, yeah yeah, yeah. And exactly so, and so like I never would say like oh, I, I I can play the guitar. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Like, I, yes. I, I don't like I play the guitar, but just like I can play. Like I like to play. Like, yeah. I w- I want to be in a band one day, but like I could potentially play a G if you asked me to right now. Basically. So so like now that I'm like playing way more and writing, like 
I'm an aspiring musician. Mm-hmm. So I think it's how I classify it. And I think it's trying to be aware and honest with yourself. Yes. And so aware like, and honest with yourself. And not and not trying to be this thing that is impressive to somebody else. Which is definitely a thing. And I think too, um, with me, I uh, have such a, a thing when I can sense myself like wanting to be negative. I like really repress that. And I know that's bad. But like, um, why did I start that sentence? Um, being negative, being honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, um, like, like, if I'm being honest with myself, if there was somebody who had a really good idea, they could potentially come up with a story that's better than anything I've ever written. And I think that that's kind of like chitty as a creative, mm-hmm. but also like is just the way the cookie crumbles, yeah. you know? There can be that one like magic idea. And I guess going back to like my pre-writing editing thing, like post things, like you can take your time and edit and get your what you have existing to be perfect. And you can you can do that for sure. But what you can't do is be inspired for sure, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I know I had a lot going on with that last <laughs> I think you're right, though. And yeah. I think that that's kind of the journey in finding somebody to say, like, hey, I'm proud of you. Yeah. And just, like, being proud of yourself and just, like, you know, who cares if I never write another song again or who yeah. cares if I write million songs, like... We are here and we are pursuing these things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of, I don't want to invalidate what you said, but just like, I feel like that kind of wraps it up in just way. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's something that you're going to face. And like, as long as you accept, like I'm working towards something, yeah. then I feel like you'll be I'm working on it. And even though you are here, yeah, you're still working oh, on I, it. I want, I always think you need mm-hmm. to, you need to want to be better, you know, but also like putting, especially in, in, like being a creative and, and any kind of creative product, like it's all subjective mm-hmm. and it's all like, of course somebody, a nobody can like a one hit wonder kind of thing. Like there are one hit wonders that are more popular than bands that put out like some really good albums yeah. consistently. And so like, which one is more valuable? And it's just like, well, they had this great song mm-hmm. and like it's on all these movies, but like these guys have a body of work and it's just like, yeah, what, you go to their concert and then it's one song. And it's, that's but it. realistically, the, what the good thing is, you can go like, I like both. Yeah. And so like, I feel like I don't feel like you will discredit your work, but I also feel like, and this is this is a general piece of advice, and it's something that I need to follow too. It's just mm-hmm. like nobody gets to put the value on what you do. They yeah. can put their value, but they don't tell you what you're worth. Yeah. And so for for me, I just try to say like. The value of my songs is not in the quality, it's in the effort and the experience and actually actually finally doing something after all these years. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, you really, like, get in or you get out what you put in, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And, and also, for me, like, the songs are more, more emotional and more just, like, feelings. Because like, you tried. And I wrote, from, I wrote from the heart. I wrote yeah. things that I felt. And, like, rather than just trying to find songs, words that rhyme. Like, of course, there is a little bit of, like, okay, let's get the syllables to be kind of yeah. nice. But, like, if the if the word, if the sentence is nine syllables and all you need to do is just change two words that are, like, auxiliary words, like, okay, now it's down to eight and it matches and it yeah. sounds good. So, like, nice. for me, that's, like, that's, like, the, the process of songwriting. But, like, 
having feelings on paper, that's that's the thing that I think makes it good for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like the same with story writing is like you just put whatever you want, put it. And then like the the, the um, it's a little different because like I feel like you can just like take a topic and like you could write like a five page story on it and like it would be good because you were talented enough to like be able to flesh out ideas and stuff like that because you put the work in. But like your the things that you are passionate about, the things that you are really gonna put value in, that mm-hmm. you put value in, are the thing are your passion projects like your book or like any other thing you work yeah. on like like a poem or like. I met this girl and she made me feel this way and I wrote this about her and like no one likes it but for me it's the most important thing I've ever written like something like that like that's yeah really reflective really reflective of like the battle we're going through with relationships like I I value I value myself and maybe other people don't value me and it's so funny that I'm saying this because I've been going through the problem the opposite way just like no no one not everyone's going to value me right and that sucks on one hand but also like I don't care, and you have to, you have to. I feel like in general you have to condition yourself to not care. Like, yeah, focus on the people who are around and like who do like your work. And well, and too, I feel like whenever whenever I have a negative experience, I'm always like, let me write about this. You know, yeah, that's that's, what I, that's been something good for me. And, and, and yeah, that's what I was gonna say a moment ago because I feel like. Uh, as much emotional turmoil as you might go through, you got material now, and I think that that's kind of like a detached way of looking at it, but I do think that we are better for the experience well, that we have. In, even not looking at it in a material way, like going through an experience helps you grow. Yes. You want to grow as an artist, you want to grow as a person, and like I look at all my failed relationships, and they are failed relationships, and I'm just like, I grew because of that. I am yes. what I am because of all the shit that I've done. And all, like, the bad things, the things that paint me very unflattering and the yeah. bad things that have been done to me, like, that are terrible whenever. But, like, I am here the way that I am. I like myself. Yeah. I know people like me. So, like, I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. And my, my favorite mantra that I tell everyone is, I'm just a human trying its best. <laughs> and if, if anyone expects more than that from me, like... <laughs> Realistically, the only thing I tell them is like, "Sorry, that's all I'm I have." I'm a human. I, it's the only thing that I carry yeah. at this store. Yeah, I feel you. Um, How you feel? This was good. I feel yeah. This was super. I love talking relationships, and I'm so happy you indulged. Oh, dude, I'm I'm with it, man. I always am down to talk some relationships because I just it, it's it's like a waxing philosophy with relationships too, and and like I said. When I had somebody tell me that they thought that I was not trying to settle, scare quotes, Mm -hmm. because I was scared of being hurt, I think that that was very, like, eye-opening to me. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have realized that just on my own, you know? It's funny how people, there are things that people say that really influence what you... Yeah. like, I did a podcast with my friend Louie, and the one thing I remember from that show, other than the fact that he was in a shitty college band, was the... Don't dwell. Yeah. And, like, train yourself to be better than, like, I'm sad. And, like, it feels good to indulge in the sadness and watch a sad movie. But, like, yeah. deal with it in a healthy way and move on. Because yeah. there comes a point where it's not healthy anymore. And so, like, I'm glad that you had that moment. And, like, there are so many moments in both of our lives, I'm sure, where, like, one insignificant line or someone's, like, trying to think of something to say and they say something and it influences the way you think for, like, ever. A lot. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm super bad at natural endings. So, but, but the way I like to end the show is I like to ask, and I've, I've, I'm trying to figure out how I want to ask it, but just like, what's the weirdest thing in my room? 
I have a very uh, weird room, and you've been look, you've been able to look around for about two hours. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like weirdly, like I've been looking at the guitars, obviously, mm-hmm. and I like the sumo thing. I feel like what I, for some reason, have been looking at is this proud to be a Steelers fan thing. <laughs> Wait, check it out. Oh, okay. Wow. So it lights up too. It, look, it looks that's better. It's in, in the dark. Yeah. It was a, it was a, <laughs> my mom likes to get me uh, Steelers stuff for Christmas and my birthday. Oh, that's your super easy to shop for then. I don't like it. You pigeonholed. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I told my my grandparents when I was like seven that I like turtles, and now that's all they get you. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> gift giving is tough. I'll it's acknowledge tough. that right now because uh, my brother is tough to shop for. I'm like the only one in my family that uh, can shop for him. But my parents know Wade likes the Washington Capitals. Yep. What are we gonna get him? Just get him some Washington Capitals. Whatever the new hat is this year. Yeah. Just, Let's get him a hat. He doesn't even wear hats. Let's I get have the uh, the Steelers beanie from last year somewhere. It's a good color scheme too. Like I black like the yellow. black and yellow. That's my room, dude. Like you bastard. Yeah. You got to pick the sports team with the cool color scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you picked that because I was worried you'd pick something that I already been picked. So far, I've had unique answers to everything. Uh, I just. I don't know why I've been, like, just staring at it. And knowing now that it lights up, that, like, really shattered my world. I thought it was, like... <laughs> just funny. a weird sign. Yeah. Great. Well, I thought it was, like, all metal, you know? Oh, yeah? Oof. Oh, and the shadow's, like, right Yeah, it, it looks like it's just a wall behind <laughs> that. Uh, great. Well, um, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh... If you see Putty Zine out there, Putty, P-U-T-T-Y, my friend puts that out, so I'll plug that. And I'm in it frequently, too. So. Great. We'll, uh, we'll have, like, a description where we can call you anything. Cool. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, I don't know so thanks for listening. Nice. Bye. 6 a.m. I'm so far away from you. I don't want to let you down. What am I supposed to do? Been three weeks at least now since I've been gone And I don't even like the road I'm just on the radio I'm looking at the sky